service announcement says i watched the news last night uh we are on a zero accidents policy this morning in the east valley yesterday two and a half hour delays because they they took a freeway away from you obviously you're gonna have to make adjustments but i didn't realize you guys were gonna lose it like that so uh i'm so i'm sorry to all of you listening yesterday how cavalier we were with our fun and freedom while well, you had to be sitting in your cars wanting to murder children all day long. It had to be miserable. So, eat West Valley for the first time ever. Uh, the East Valley envies you. Yeah, I know. It's very true. For the first time ever, people in the East Valley, and this wouldn't happen if we lived in Maryville. So, uh, East Valley people, either don't go or leave now. That's it. Those are your only options. That's it. And also, don't hit anyone. You can't afford an accident this morning with the 60 being shut off. You can't afford an accident. If there is one, it's going to double the problem. So everybody be extra careful, drive a little slower. And they said on the news last night, leave an hour before normal. Oh, man. If you're one, of, if you're the people like me, somebody told me that, I'd just take the week off. An hour before normal. When you're getting up, even right now, the there's definitely a steady a flow yeah. getting onto the 101 yeah. just before the. Oh, night. that 101. I see you guys' pictures of them digging it up. It's going to be months. Well, they said they said that they found the leak. Now it's not under the freeway, so don't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, undermining, collapsing it. the entire structure. 22 feet down, though, they got that pipe running, and uh, they they dug down into the freeway and then put the camera in and said, "Oh, it's way up here." I find, a, like, if I had a water leak, like, my sprinkler lines will break. I can tell you where it happened just by running the water where it's bubbling. It's it's the spring. But they couldn't find that. So it ran down onto but the sometimes it can flow further down sure, the line. Sure. That happened. But I don't know how it gets out above it until you see the, like, where it is. It'll dig a hole, but you'll find the source usually just by looking at the bubbles. But one time, like, I had one that the piping ran underneath my driveway. Right. So it doesn't run until it the end of the driveway. Down the pipe outside really, of it? It was midway under the slab, so they're like, we're going to have to take up the, the slab. And right. But it started to flood, like, down the way. Yeah. Because it was just pooling under your driveway. And then finally found an outlet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that could happen. But it found a way onto that freeway. But either way, you've got... Uh, and I hate talking traffic, but this isn't traffic. This is you guys being on your best behavior today. Because yesterday you were acting like, frankly, I'm gonna t- the news was saying so, and I watched acting like a bunch of assholes yesterday, and that 101 couldn't take it. So everybody calm down. Yes, we all know the guy in the car next to you is a dick. We all know that. Everybody knows that guy. He's next to all of us at least once a day. But you just need to calm down and get to work. The smoothest path possible, and this is not going to be easy. So I'm sorry. Yesterday we were just kind of like, ah, closed freeway. They'll figure it out. We didn't realize 
that you guys were going to act like settle her down east valley you're entitled to go to your job but you've got to you got to clear out an extra hour and a half oh man <laughs> i would i wouldn't go i would zoom in i would i would suddenly have that covid cough back that's for sure nobody's questioning that ladies i would have that menstrual cycle go into full gear i'd be a five times three i got a five flowing right now i can't even get any pads to soak it up okay don't come in uh, exactly. See, if you were a manager and I called with that as a woman, would you even want me to try? No, stay home for a month. We're good. I've got the Penske file, sir. I'm on my way in, but I'm telling you, it's a murder scene down there. All right, we'll, we'll delay the meeting with the Penske people. I want to work for Brett. Stay home for a month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, if, you're, no. if you've got that going, I'm... First off, yeah. let's be honest. If Brett was in charge of there wouldn't be any women working. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? like Mad Men. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I get another secretary who doesn't act like she just got stuck in the femur with something. Jesus Christmas, lady. You got your femoral artery blowing up all over your pants and your chair. That's why we only hire expired milk. That's right. How old are you? Have you been through menopause? Because that's the only lady I want in my files. It's an unusual interview. Wow. I have not been through menopause. Get out of here. I want to. I'm a viable woman. That's the problem. <laughs> You're gonna make babies with one of my coworkers. You're gonna bleed all over everything. I gotta have that weird silver box in the ladies' room. Get out of here! Take your box of pads. Yuck. <laughs> so yeah, ladies, call in. None of us want to hear about your menstrual cycle. Your anything female. Mention just throw out there endometriosis. I'm going to have to lay down on the ground in a ball. I've got endometriosis, and it, it could result in a bloodbath. Like, get out. Get out. So that'll clear the freeways just a little bit uh, and so we don't have this problem. <laughs> Hour and a half extra. That's all they're asking. That's all they're asking. 90 more minutes of travel time. Oh. Yeah, that stinks. Now how's that living in Queen Creek and working downtown looking? So Changed up a little bit. Oh, it sucks now. There might be it? some inventory available for yeah. <laughs> maybe, house maybe buyers. A couple houses out there in Queen Creek pop up. I'm venturing to guess that 7,000 houses for sale might jump up to about 10,000 after this uh, US 60 debacle. Disaster. So, again, I apologize. It was insensitive of, I'll take, I'll take my own personal response, insensitive of me to act like it was a normal day when so many of you were, real, were going to kill each other. On the 101. That news was hilarious last night. They acted like they acted like Ukraine's got a better travel plan than we do. Like, oh, they're getting they're getting around Kiev more than we are here. There's like Russian troops on the you 60. Get Dodge tank here. And, and if you're one of the people that's like, I'll just take 60 to McClintock, and then you get or to uh, the 101, you're going to get mad about that. You got to take all the surfies. Surfies is how they look at it. Today. Know your region. How are you getting here now, Brady? Because you used to take the 60, right? Yeah, I still do. Oh, they just get on the uh, 101. Oh, okay. It, it doesn't you back always up? do that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he goes right there. But he's we're probably just beating the mess. Right after that, or when I turn off to go to the 101 North, it's basically Starting going slow. down to one lane. And Oh, man. I mean, you don't have to, like, sit and wait in anything yet. No. You see it slow. Early enough, but right. you can see it would start to back up a little bit yeah, you're in trouble. right before that. And Toledo, you're, you don't, you take the 202. Yeah, you, all the way. You do too, right? Oh, no, you take. I'm uh, 101. 101 all. Yeah. Oh, lucky bastard. But you don't get squat. You don't get squat. No. Do you? Yeah. No. Just be careful. 
And stay out of our way, mostly, is what I'm saying. If I'm out there, please move. But, again, we all know the guy next to you is a dick. That is a fact. There's no question. But, man, that freeway closure. And when they start blabbing off like what Toledo said, irresponsibly on the media, that this could be closed for months, you just made a, a serial killer when you said that. Because if a guy's sitting there and he's thinking in the back of his head, I heard that jackass Toledo say this could be closed for months. He says in his head then, this will be the rest of my life. That's it. Yep. I'm taking somebody out. I'm going to kill someone. Today's my final day. Uh, it, what they need to hear is ADOT's on it. They found the leak. Shouldn't be much longer now. Should be close. Uh, like the way my uh, cable company called me yesterday <laughs> and said, oh, oh, oh my goodness. I I got an email. that said, boy, you got a lot of fans here in the Cox. Yeah, you got a lot of fans down here at the Cox community. We're sorry for your... Uh, Struggles in attempting to get us. We're going to get that rectified immediately. You should first start with the phone number. Yeah. Oh, they know they still didn't have it right. They got it now. So, it's I, I appreciate all the people who reached out and and said and did all the right things. Now we just have to schedule a time where I go down to the apartment again. <laughs> I got a little. I'm a little triggered by that. A little post traumatic uh, stress Did disorder. You tell them there was construction. They know. <laughs> They actually admitted that that wasn't a viable excuse, but techs need their tools nearby. And I'm like, I'm several floors up. He can't bring and the truck And all he has to do is jiggle yeah. a couple of cords. <laughs> it's a cord jiggling situation. <laughs> I got the screwdriver and a hammer, and I'm about to use the hammer. He doesn't need any tools. What does he need to bring up? Do you start hanging some stuff for me? It's got. It's a contour box. You take a look and go, these wires stink. So you have three extra... i got to rerun at 11 floors. Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you this. You bring... <laughs> right. i got to get my polar. 21, 22 feet of coax cable and some scissors. You'll be fine. You'll get through it. It's not that easy, bro. Yes, it is. That's why the tech on the other line always says, we'll just jiggle the cords. They know how easy it is. The tech comes out and just goes, yep, they were right. The box is bad. And then you go get me a new box. It's all ball bearings these days, boys. It's exactly right. <laughs> anyway, so it was a very pleasant exchange yesterday. A lot of apologies. Seems to be going in the right direction. Well, still no cable. <laughs> right. But everything oh, everything fine. that needed to be said properly yesterday has been said. Now, that is based on the fact that I've been crying. And I'm doing it for everybody. I actually told the lady that I talked to, I'm like, look, I don't want any special treatment because I got the... the the juice here with the box of power, the 100,000 watts of opinion. I said, this should be, like, you guys, everybody should have this, you know. Everybody yeah. should be treated with respect when they're told Absolutely. we'll be there in a couple hours. And then when and then when somebody says they were there and clearly lied, that needs to be rectified, too. I don't want people to get in trouble, but I want the, I want, I want the acknowledgement that no one was knocking on my door because it's an impossibility in that apartment building to just go to my door. You can't do it. Yeah, absolutely cannot do it. Knocked on the door for 15 minutes. No one was there. No, you didn't. You're lying. It's just not possible. Now, you stood in the lobby, maybe. That's a possibility. But you didn't. Anyway, that's getting fixed. That's much better. We're much better. And Toledo, of course, last night, and I don't know, you made it through no problem with the traffic and everything because we beat it. Uh, it's probably starting to pile up right now. Yeah. In Pearl Jam last night, uh, you went all. Where did they play? Footprint. Gila River. Gila River. They were out in Glendale. Yep. That was a haul. What time yeah. did you get home? Uh, twelve oh eight. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. And all good. Oh, it was fantastic. Fantastic. Except we have a a, a member of the family that went with us. Who? And she's a little conservative. My uh, my 
cousin Vince, I guess, through Lisa. Okay. So his wife. Oh, Vince's his, wife. I was yeah. going to say, Vince is a woman? No, Vince is, <laughs> Vince's <you>. wife. Newly. <laughs> so, you know. Whatever. What do you expect when you go to a Pearl Jam show? When when Hippies. there's a, when there's a breakdown and what do you what else do you expect? Oh, Eddie's going to talk. Delays. Eddie's going to chat. Yeah. And Eddie's going to talk about current events. Things oh, that are going no. on. There was abortion chatter from exactly. the stage. Oh exactly. no. Eddie. This was Which uh, hooked her? Which was, hooked her more? Oh, she was she was done. He's, he's she gone. was conservative. She left. She's the other one. Oh. She left. She oh, left the man. concert. She left. Holy. Really? Yeah. Hey, what, what, done. what did Eddie say? Uh, he was talking about, uh, so they put up a number about how, and he, of course he says it's important to vote, which has been their thing for 25 right. years. So Absolutely. he puts up a, a QR code on the screen and a, and a text to vote here and, and make sure that you vote and know who you're, change change our, our leadership and, and we'll protect right. women's rights and this and everything. And, and then they dive into even flow. Fantastic. Sure, because that's song She's about gone. homelessness. She's gone. She is not going to be part of that. Nope. And then she, and then because she left, she proceeded as we were all walking out. We're, we're cloud nine. We loved it. It was fantastic. She right. proceeded to tell us how awful it was. That it was a terrible <laughs> show because right, Eddie wouldn't shut right. up. I don't want artists. And it was her first time ever seeing Pearl Jam. She's not a huge Pearl Jam fan. <laughs> like, well, and she just wanted yeah. to attack him. Did her Who husband is, leave with her? No. Good no, no, for no. him. No, Vin, Every man for Vince himself. Is, Vince is a huge... He's got Pearl Jam tattoos. He's got the alive guy on his leg. Oh, there's so something he, else he going was on. In. You know, I just want to let no, everybody in Phoenix wife. know that they might change the rules for abortion, so we changed some of the lyrics to this one here. Don't abort my daughter. <laughs> abortion is bad. Who's with me? Oh, God. Is this happening? Everybody's with him there. Yeah, everybody that knows abortion is Except one. And she Shut left. Up. She was just pissed. Yeah. Pissed. It's bad. How long did they play? How long was uh, Let's see. They went on about like 8.35. And so Gila River apparently has those automatic lights. 11 p.m. Lights come on. Yeah. Over. Eddie and the guys, 15 more minutes. With no the kidding. Wow. They can yep. do that with the sink. Normally they kill the sound on that. Apparently they just Fantastic said, they said bill us. Because they, they kept playing. Wow. And they did. Uh, we talked about the set list. So they did Cla- Dance of the Clairvoyance. Yeah. And they ended with Yellow Leadbetter. Oh, nice. Which people He's are walking out. Downer. I know. But they, yeah. well, they ended with a live, and everybody thinks that they're that they're done. And so everybody's flooding out, yeah. and all of a sudden you hear the you hear the guitar strum, and everybody's like, We'll ah, stay for that one. Run back. We, we changed the lyrics to this one, too. It's called Yellow and Red Hanger. <laughs> <laughs> Got pus and blood all over that hanger. Doing everything's about aborting babies. <laughs> there goes my daughter. Yeah. Yep. Roe v. Wade. No, no. You're pissing off the conservatives that came to see you. And you, I don't want to shame you here, bro. <laughs> but uh, I've been with you for so long that yep. when he stops down to talk between sets, my first time yep. seeing him. Oh, you haven't seen Pearl Jam? I've never seen him live. So you got the ring for it. All I hear is how. Friggin' dead on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Because that's all I hear. He's stumbling and, and he's mumbling. He goes, Hey, my niece is here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She just graduated from ASU and that makes two vetters that have graduated from college. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, is John doing this, the voice Look, there may have been last night. Toledo, I saw you out there, buddy. <laughs> you know, I know you were out there and I saw you out there. I saw you because I recognized uh, the guy standing next to the people having sex. That's the cock I know. All right. Congratulations, Molly Vetter. Yeah. I love you. I love you, Molly. And look, we dug up Bernie Banks. He's here, too. 
Yeah, I. Uh, he talked about people that he's lost to COVID, about how he had oh, COVID. For I got the thing. Sake. Yeah. It's good to see you're all back here. I got I got the video of the abortion thing. I'll show you guys. Oh yes. I would love. I would love. Jeremy's yeah. poking. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, we all probably know somebody we wish was aborted. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's interesting on stage. Just like shut up, Eddie. Man. The first time I ever saw them was uh, with Nirvana and the Chili Peppers, and it was the day their album came out. Wow, the you saw Nirvana. Saw Nirvana. Oh, didn't know what they were. That was when Smells Like Teen Spirit came out. Oh, I still it just didn't. hit. Oh, okay. I, I had the record, and my friend Brian and I were nuts about it. And uh, I went with somebody else. Brian went with his friend. We went down to the Wells Fargo and so saw wait, that one. Were they Mookie Blaylock or were they? No. Oh, was, okay. No, it was right after Nevermind came out, and I think right the day it was the week of ten. Oh, okay. And Eddie Vedder was unknown to me. I I just heard the song alive, and I'm like, that's what sold me to go to the show. Like, I love that song. And uh, went there, and Eddie was insane. I don't even think he spoke. He just sang the, the songs they had. A couple. I mean, I didn't know any of them. And, uh, and climbed every inch of that place, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like Al-Qaeda terror training. It was all monkey bars. It was unbelievable. And I'd never seen anything like it. Like, I, the dude sang, hanging by one arm, all the way up on top of the stage. And then I saw him about... 10 or 11 miles, well, about 14 years later. And it was at uh, the Cricket Auction Desert Sky Furniture Pavilion. And the first thing he did, it was raining. Pouring rain. We had a great, it shows great pouring. And then in the middle, it's just what everyone knows. This rain is essential for life. I'm like, what the? What? <laughs> if we don't do something soon, it'll stop raining in this beautiful, glorious ball we call home. It's never going to have... Life sustained as we know it. So we got to savor this beautiful angel has given us a place to live. And we need to, we need to make sure that we're, oh, and I'm just like, what's happening? What's Garrison Keeler's on stage. There's another thing I wanted to talk about because rain comes from one place, the rainforests, and they're being just harvested at the end. Animals are dying. My Aunt Tilly one time had a corn on the bottom of her foot. It's a real plague for people over the age of 60. They have feet issues, so... Podiatry became very important to me. Like, what is he doing? Talked about every cause in his life for about an hour. And then, where, oh, where did my babe? What are you doing? Shut up. Bring back the flannels and Doc Martens. Right. Shut up. Yeah, be mad at your dad again. That's all <laughs> I care about. Don't, don't get mad at the rainforest. So, You're not fixing that. Another of his funny stories, he was talking about how, so we were riding bikes in San Diego on the tour, <laughs> and, and uh, he goes, I'm trying to be environmental. And this car keeps coming by me, and they're playing a song, and I'm like, "That's a cool song, and sounds like Queen, maybe." That's <laughs> cool. And he goes, "But it's a effing Tesla. You can't hear a Tesla coming up against you." He goes, so I was thinking about maybe not being environmental. Yeah, I've got a gas guzzler, so I, when I run into it's people, like I hear it. Oh, like mini stand-up set. Yeah, hey, <laughs> it <was> fantastic. <laughs> you guys hate pants? It's crazy up here, you know. And he goes, "I was thinking." Oh, that's our song. Oh. And June and Indian were walking around in the Papago. <laughs> Say, anyway, the Jew says to the Indian, <laughs> "Sing a song, and hey. shut up, Trumper. Where are you from?" Yeah, I would like a Trump, a Trump twenty twenty four flag to just wave. He waved I just see what they would do. Gabby Giffords. He loved Mark Kelly. Yeah, he's big. Hated Ducey. Just the, the politics thing on concerts, like Rage Against the Machine does it and Pearl Jam does it. And 
look, YouTube have your it. opinion. You've Everybody. got the stage. You can do whatever you want. But it is annoying as a fan of music. that That's not much of a party at all to sit and think to yourself you're having the best time of your life. And, uh, yeah, you're trying to have fun, and he's just wrecking it by talking like you're at a dinner party with your, uh, with your aunts and uncles. Carrie can't wait to talk to you. Yeah. She's going to unload. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, it's not a good <laughs> Brett just gave Oh, oh, oh Brett's late, but it's 6.05. We noticed before. Ski Mask is here. Starbucks. I, I, was, I was wondering what oh, you were looking at. He's got, the, he's, got a, he's got a commercial. A little early today. I know. I, gotta so I, was, to I know it was a prepared. Got to be yeah. ready, bro. Yeah. Brett looked at Brady, and Brady's like, hey, hey. the music. I got to get paid. The Ski Mask way. Ski Mask here, 6.05. got to get paid. That's not terribly late. She must have been at the show last night. You know, sometimes ladies are late. Oh, and when they're late, no, they should have a right to choose to stop at Starbucks or not. To get liquefied, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not talking about abortion, but if a woman's late and wants to get liquefied, it's her choice. <laughs> if it wasn't for abortion, there'd be five or six other vetters out there right now. Yeah, this guy says, I have a video of the abortion thing. Best thing ever said by Toledo. 5, 10, 22. That's a fact. That is a fact. I got video of that abortion thing you guys were on about. <laughs> if you want to see it, I'll post it. You know, I wonder what the number was that how many walked out like your uh, cousin. It was Carrie and her. But her most alone. people tolerate the garbage. Yeah. Like, the, I go see Rage Against the Machine and they start going, like, all right, just tolerate. I know what a, I'm getting. Go get in. a beer. Yeah, Look, you know what you're getting I know too. what I signed yep. up for. I'm there for the music. I like it. But she never seen him. And she took that stance. What, did she just stand outside the whole time? I, I think she went up on the concourse and she was telling anybody that would walk by about how much stuff. Made a wow. sign. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Know your audience. What are yeah, you going exactly. up there at a yeah. Pearl Jam? You know. Yeah, you're a Pearl Jam and you're a Trump person. You're just you're in the minority. It's like being almost like being a Trump person uh, at a CNN hiring, like a job right, fair. Right. You're basically right. like, all right, we're, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm not getting this job. I'm going to do the best I can to enjoy the music and just ignore the talking. She was like, it's only liberals that only liberal bands that get to do this, and I'm like, that's nah, not true. Talk to Morgan oh. Wallen. Uh, I mean, it's I, I hear country it. It's, music. It's yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm like, look, yeah. I know you're not a country music fan, but there yeah. are. That's like me being like, if I was a complete super yeah. lib and I went to a country show, and they're like, yeah. you know, if I went to Ted Nugent's show and got mad at what he kid said. rock, yeah, and I'm like, right. same thing. I told her, I'm like, it's, yeah. it's all these. It, bands. it exists everywhere. Yeah. I don't like that it does, but it yeah. always has. I agree with you. Music became music and actors became self-important to the point where they think that their words change yep. world. I mean, it was nothing worse than... I, the second... Well, I'll say this. <laughs> the worst thing that's happened in the Ukraine happened this weekend when Bono and The Edge stood there and tried to play music. In the subway. And, then, and, and I say that that is the worst thing that's happened in the Ukraine in the last hundred days because the last thing they need is a subway concert right now. You guys are so self-involved and so self-important. It's like the time when the, uh, the shooting happened in uh, France with Queens of the Stone Age. And I remember Bono going down to the memorial with the cameras and CNN and everybody else. But the thing that struck me about it was his purple shaded sunglasses, his hat, and his giant coat. He dressed up to be more Bono-y in public than he needed to to go show I am he Bono. He has to wear those glasses, John. It's <laughs> Are headaches. They, is it for nighttime headaches? Okay. Nighttime, daytime. But it's like, you know, 
if Hulk Hogan wanted to pay his respects to the people who were shot and went down in the Hulkamania tank and the and the tights, started doing like this. you're in, sure yeah. you're in the uniform. This isn't about you right now, but somehow or another, Bono and Edge stood in the streets. As the other guy sang whatever the uh, folk song that they were singing. I don't know what they were singing. I don't care what they were singing. The fact that the two of them went down there and thought, what we do here is going to change some stuff, is so self-absorbed and way beyond, like, and but again, we're, we're, a, we're a celebrity culture. CNN, everybody was all over this. The news couldn't stop talking about how wonderful it was. That, And I'll give them credit for being brave enough to go in there. But he packed his guitar. Maybe that's what they're saying. Hey, come on to Ukraine, man. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And just visit Ukraine. Playing in the streets, which, by the way, also wildly irresponsible. If something were to have happened where word got out and Ukrainians love you too, I don't know if they do or not, and then a small crowd developed, and Russia's like, there's like 300 kills right here. Yep. They just drop a bomb on the U2 concert because these idiots have just made a, an easy target. They make a soft target. That's why they did it in the subway. Right, they were under Smart, smart. I'm here for all the refugees. I just want to let you know we're thinking about you. It's a beautiful day if you don't count the bombs. <laughs> it is not a beautiful day. We don't want to hear from you right now. We know all, all that you can yeah, leave behind. Yeah, we know behind. about this. At, uh, yeah, all that you can leave behind. <laughs> all right, refugees. <laughs> I'm a bogging you. I didn't mean to bog you. Hey, get him, get him out of here. Making a soft target. What are you doing? What are you two jackasses doing? I'm Bono and the Edge from you too. Yeah, we're kind of at war right now. I don't ever remember. Bullet the blue sky. Do you ever remember Bob Hope uh, going out with uh, and, and tap dancing away? Right in the middle, the USO of a shows. Bomb. Those USO shows happened on yeah. bases. They didn't yeah. just show up in the middle of Hamburg and start dancing for the at people the while wall. the bombs at are falling. Right? Yeah, take a look, everybody. Da, 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 da. Did they play Sunday Bloody, Bloody Sunday yeah. there or oh, what? I mean, yes. we know what you guys are going through. We've been through it in Ireland. Sunday Bloody Sunday, just like yours. <laughs> I just find it self-serving, and I, you know, that's the reason why Bono has the reputation of being, you know, overly Bono. But when he was all gussied up to go down to the candlelight vigil for all those people that got shot, and they stood as U two four in a row, you know, and they looked like U two's about to hit the stage, and we're like, "Come on, guys, put a T-shirt and a hat on, go down there anonymously, and do this without telling everybody U two did this. Who cares?" Those are those moments when we're all supposed to just be people. But then they place themselves on a pedestal. It's different when we do it. But when you do it to yourself, you're just a dick. Good for you. You went down there. That's nice. And I'm surprised that Bono and Edge wandered into Mariupol and decided right. to say, hey, let's, let's break out our, our instruments. These people need a couple U2 tunes. Let's find out what's left of the subway. Walk away, walk away, walk away, walk away. No. Who's going to ride your wild horses? <laughs> I will if they're still alive. It's terrible. I don't understand it. So, Pearl Jam, thank you for your show. Thank you for your thoughts. And now, sing about Brain of JFK and get on stage. And Black is a, uh, it brings the house down. That is a, oh, yeah. That is a yeah. uh, show stopping wow every single time they do it. And hopefully, it didn't come up afterwards about, you know, fetuses and things like that. That might have been the song they went into after the video. Really? It don't, might not have been even close. It might have been black. Ironically, abortion goes into a song about lost love. Right. Huh. They star in somebody else's sky. Anyway. <laughs>
Yeah. So thanks, Pearl Jam. Welcome to our little city. Now get out. Freeways are packed. Can't have you milling around doing dumb crap. Maybe we should go down there and take a look at... Where's you 2 and Bono standing on McClintock in the 60 right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the overpass. It's a beautiful day on your freeway. No, it's not. It's horrible. Yeah, it was, we, we realized you guys were having problems on the freeway. So came down and sang to it. Sing to all the problems. There's a freeway closure that's causing people great strife. Get over there and streets have no name. That would be a good, that would be a good one. The streets have no name or car... I don't want you you got to come down and sing to all of us about your, you know, wherever there's ugliness, you too shows up. And has it ever worked where it's like, oh, that ended the war? Nope, but they just made Putin's list. Yeah, and the, and the other thing is eventually one of these celebrities is going to get nabbed or shot or something. And then uh, now we're in some sort of a, a hot box trying to get them out of it. All right, send Buffett over there tomorrow. Yo, yeah, I would love, that's what we need to start doing. Send Guy Fieri over to feed and Buffett over to entertain. And then if they get kidnapped, it's like, well, we were willing to sacrifice them. I'm all for the Jimmy Buffett Memorial. Uh, the Jimmy How many pop-ups Guy Fieri could do oh, over there? The Jimmy Buffett Man. and Guy Fieri war memorials in honor of them losing their lives, uh, going over to try to help in Ukraine. I am so for that. It's painful. Like if Guy Fieri went over there and had his, his food truck of Oreos and hot Cheetos blown up, I bet you even the Ukrainian refugees, if they went to a Guy Fieri food truck and said, raisins, cauliflower paste, and Oreos? Put it on a flip-up. And you no, can combo I'm gonna keep walking. Long. I'm going to keep walking to Poland. I don't I have any interest in your food or whatever you're calling this. This isn't edible. It's a, the bottom of the garbage. Both of them could be on one memorial thing, a flip-flop. Oh, yeah. They put <laughs> one side as Jimmy, one side as Guy. And at the bottom, there's like a... A Coney Island dog or something. I don't know. You get, you get yourself a dog when you go up to the top. Look at the beautiful views from the Buffett Fieri Memorial. You lay that on the memorial. It's a great idea, Brett. You get that. that. Send those idiots over. Oh, Send man. the people we don't want into war zones. U2's awfully close, although they do have a catalog of amazing music. Yeah, I just don't... Uh, Hey, I'm sorry you're all having so much trouble. Remember this from Batman? Like, no, don't. <laughs> don't do the Batman song. Through me, kiss me. Where's everyone going? We're under attack, Bono. You should hide. You can't kill my music, man. Yeah. We so, have your CD. Yeah. Go. Go. We listen to it on our earbuds. You need to go home. They're singing a couple of songs and dropping off some rockets. Little help for you well, guys. That would be great if they were, uh, you know, muling yeah, some they, rockets. If they were so, warlording? So. Yep. Yeah. And we just feel the like... The fillers of the band pulled together. We realize that when the band is is on stage, that what you really want is some political chatter. Think. And, we want to make you think and dance and entertain you at the same time. And there's seltzer in your pants. And as you leave, don't forget your stinger missile. Yeah, you get a stinger missile on the way out, everybody. You, you Ukrainians. Not you, Russian pigs. Thanks for buying our records. I always go back to that, Michael Jordan. Hey, money isn't red or blue, it's green. That's all I'm interested in. You can have your political views all day, but if I spent... Like that lady spent, you know, a couple hundred dollars on a ticket probably for Pearl Jam and... I had to listen to abortion chatter. <laughs> but again, you know what you're getting into. You go to a Trump rally and get mad that he's talking about Trump stuff. You're basically doing the same thing. Eddie is a Democrat. Big time.
and it does suck. But you can, you know who you can blame? The mother sixties. <laughs> Those hippies, they ruined everything when they started up with their politics on stage stuff. That's why I always liked the Beatles. The Beatles recognized no one could hear them and just stopped being live. And then got stupid with, you know, when John Lennon, too. Talk about John Lennon. If John Lennon was alive today, everyone would hate him. They did, a lot of older people didn't like him then, but he would have been the most reviled human being alive, laying in bed naked with that horrible woman and talking about how everybody lives their life wrong and politics this, politics that. He, he, he's he was the big, original Bono. He was the original, yeah, he was a dick. Yeah, I mean, you look back and it's like he's legendary for all of his, oh, he's active. And then we look back at active people as brilliant. But we don't want them to be current. All those, you know, that whole Woodstock thing. And when you're listening to guys like Wavy Gravy tell you their politics, and those hippies wrecked everything. Just love, man. Sinatra never went up there and said, you know, baby, you got to keep that baby. Never <laughs> stuff a hanger in your hoo-ha. He never did it. It was just about love and going on there. Maybe made a joke or two about the current political world like a, a jab like a comedian would kind of a gray joke really innocuous but made fun of the president or something never once did he give you a position and then the 60s happened and everybody thought they had to Ugh. i like my bands somewhat uneducated on current events singing about heroin use and all sorts of trouble so does carrie apparently that's it but when they do go off the rails i can tolerate Thanks, Pearl Jam. I didn't go. Seen you three times. Every time was a delight. Each time a little more chatty than the last. Uh, let's yeah, get away from it. he opened up over the course of the year. Oh, yeah. At first, it was all like he realized, I don't know if they know who I am. I'm right. just singing. I'm just going to sing. But he gets to talking, and it's... And he's got like a hypnotist voice, too. Really it's does. Really, I just let everyone know. Well, follow the watch. Watch the watch. Everyone... I'm like Flip Orley. I need 12 volunteers to come up on stage. Yeah, but it is fun music. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one to scream it out on this Tuesday morning. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Walker told me Remember, Tuesday is Silent Green Day. Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. It's time. Thank you, Weapon of Pride and Randy Marsh. Uh, once again for the theme song for 2022. I like a lot. I was playing a lot. I was playing goofing around with it. And now it's uh, just it's become our year. Moves us right into the show. Uh, somebody said, wouldn't it be great if Eddie just like old people sometimes just all of a sudden get their political views changed like you see them. And then two years later, they're completely different. You don't even realize it. And. We went on stage and started. You know, we've got a, we've got a migration problem. And all this. Yeah. Been watching yeah. a lot of Hannity. We've been watching a lot of Fox News, and the problem is these that mother <laughs> Biden doesn't do anything about the border, man. We've got to stop these illegal rapists and murderers from coming up into our country, stealing our jobs. They took our jobs, man. You've got like a video or audio of yeah. what was last. This is Eddie last night. Actually, the impression's better than I thought. I told yeah, you. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, go I ahead. Told you. Yeah. At the same time, you have a governor who has just signed a bill oh, here we go. that outlaws a woman's freedom to choose. <laughs> Somebody gets, yeah, my freedom to choose is in trouble. Of Oops. Or you know what I like at a party? Talking about rape and incest. Yeah. <laughs> and some information on this screen to encourage voting in the midterms. 
It's like an infomercial. Oh my God, text choice to 855-812-VOTE. It's an infomercial now. And I think uh, Brett said it off there, but he's right. It's like the band's like, oh, here's the Eddie break that yep. goes on. Yeah, it's it's I, put in the set. I wonder <laughs> if it's one of those things, because I know just from the limited amount of band things I've done, that when you do multiple shows, it's like when we did our Pearl Jam uh, tribute show a couple nights in a row, I used the same patter one night to the next. Like there was one thing like, oh, that worked really well the first time through. I'll do that again tomorrow. So that thing oh, in the middle, yeah. you're like, you know, just trying to get this thing together and do a blah, blah, blah. And then the next, like, hey, that really went well, guys. I'm going to really, I'm going to ramble that again. I'm going to knock that out. I'm, and I'm sure Eddie's stream of consciousness, top of mind. And Or does he go to funny stories in the blue states? Like, we've got this state. <laughs> right. Yeah, this I don't have to do that. Just get out and vote more. I'd like, see if you can do it twice. <laughs> yeah, I, it's the... I'm sure Mike McCready's like, oh, good, I got time to take yeah. a piss. Right, I'll be right back. Yeah. Maybe that's all it is, and they just sit and laugh. They think we <laughs> care. <laughs> all that happens is McCready had to take a, a deuce. <laughs> but play the part about the abortion and listen to the crowd, if you can find it. Because yeah, it is a bit of a red crowd that kind of fights Eddie a little bit on this one. Yeah. At the same time, at the same time, you have a governor who has just signed a bill that outlaws a woman's freedom to choose. No, that's earlier. Even what is the part where he, he, he was talking about the... Before that, when you first started this video off the air, he did something. We're more aware of politicians. based on gender. Jesus Christ, he talked about every topic. We're starting to clarify some of these issues. Ugh. Uh, here in our great society, the United States of America, we are making strides. Here it is. And, and here in Arizona, in particular, you have some great folks in government. You have one of our heroes, the truly admirable and total badass, Senator Gabby Giffords. Can't say anything bad about her. She wasn't a senator. Can't say anything bad about her. That's right, whether she was or not. Another one we love and support is Senator Mark Kelly. Yeah. Same time. <laughs> oh, that's what. So there's a little yeah. smattering, but not many. It's a, a fairly heavy Pearl Jam crowd. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I changed my views. <laughs> a woman has no right to choose. It's a man's right. <laughs> I spent some time in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia this summer, and I came away really realizing what a better culture it would be if women had less to say. Two, three, four. I don't want to hear from you. Ever again. I don't oh, want to no. hear from you ever again. Shut your mouth. It's only good for one thing. Yeah! <laughs> this is a different Eddie Vedder, but the song's cool. To the evolution. Yeah. Like me. There is no evolution, baby. We were all created by one deity. Yeah, anyway. If he went fully right, it would be fun. But yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, you know, me and Sean Hannity were hanging out with Kid Rock the other night, and I have to probably be like, what? Oh God, what? In fact, we, he's here right I now. I want to bring, bring him up here, everybody. It's Sean Hannity and Kid Rock. Ba, witchy, ba, da, ba, da, bang, diggy, diggy, diggy. <laughs> up, jump the boogie. My name is Eddie. <laughs> Rock, I'm going with him. We're married, but not in a gay way because we're not queers. That's gross, an abomination against the big man upstairs. <laughs> we got any Mennonites in the house? 
happening? What is happening? What is this? Jeremy looks like an Amish. Anyway, I'm sure well, it was he a knows show. Jeremy by name. I would like to see the crowd reaction. Well, this is a good email. A guy said, uh, it says, women, as if he's writing a script. Don't speak on women's issues, men. You have no right. Is that man? Also yeah. women. Yeah, he wrote this. Also women. Eddie Vedder supports women's rights. Yay! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what men's talk about. I'm, I pay to, to hear your songs, so sing them. He makes a good point, though, about the whole... You know, you're not you're not allowed to talk about women's rights if you're a man, unless you completely concur. Yeah. You're on, you're not allowed to, to speak on women's issues unless you agree completely. Then you'll be heard. And I don't disagree with that. I think a man should shut up about a woman's issues completely. Right. I completely think that. I think if a guy's out there going abortion this, abortion that on either side, it's like you don't know. I don't think you have any right to say anything as a guy and what she does like she doesn't about you. But I really don't think any better should be telling me. Now, I've performed many back alley abortions, and let me tell you, they're disgusting. <laughs> sure. On the road, there's on a the, lot of them. On the road, we had a bus, the abortion bus that used to follow. <laughs> and later, because of success, and, you know, I'm grateful. I have a lot of gratitude towards it. But we got it sponsored by Planned Parenthood, and... All of the whores that we knocked up, we we had them aborted right there. And without that, there'd be too many Pearl Jam kids. Let's bring our road manager, Dr. Hook. <laughs> yeah. Bring it up here, Dr. Hook. Look at that guy's hands. How many babies have you killed? Tell me the truth. About 6,000, Eddie. God, that's brilliant. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming up. Let's hear it for the human vacuum, everybody. Get him up here. How many of you guys had abortions? Yeah. That's my Pearl Jam crowd. Careless, reckless behavior that got you pregnant. And there was a solution, a final one for that baby. <laughs> well, if he's going to talk about it, let's get real. Dr. Hook and Nurse Dyson yeah. come up there. How many of you are currently spotting right now from your abortion earlier today? All right. Yeah, let me hear you. How many of you have uh, graham cracker and Sprite breath? Because for some ungodly reason, that's what you get after an abortion. I don't understand it, but that's what you get. A little graham cracker and a Sprite. So blood, you get orange juice and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. That's real. I had a girl tell me that once. Oh. Like, Is that a thing? Yeah. They stick you in another room, give you some graham crackers and a Sprite. And I get, you get your just, sugar level levels uh, up. You dab down the wound, the wounded area, and you pour Sprite Aww. on it, and they cauterize it. I don't know, Brady. I don't know why you'd ever want that after. I guess it's parting gifts. They feel Aww. like it's like when you have people over and you always offer them a drink or food. Abortion clinics feel the same pressure we do at the end. Can I get you something to drink? We got. I guess we got some honey grams if you want. I'll never look Teddy at Graham. Uh, LeBron's Sprite campaign. Remember, yeah. <laughs> Teddy Grams and Sprite on the way out the door. Yeah, because you you don't have to deal with Teddies anymore. No, no stuffed animals for you. You eliminated that cost. Tell me what. Tell me what the grossest thing. Like, what happens on in the abortion? The, the, like the part that still makes you go. Bleh. Well, there is the initial part. Sometimes you look at a woman's factory down south, you know, and you realize this thing's been dug out pretty badly. And those are the tough ones for me. Eddie. Yeah, you got to keep it tight, ladies. The doctor even giving you an abortion is kind of gross stuff. There's been women. I've looked at vaginas and I wondered how anybody even put something in it. Like, it's disgusting. Anyway, she got pregnant. So. I wrote a rooter that out. Let's bring out your equipment. Let's give it a good old look. I'm going to sing this next song in Planned Parenthood stirrups because I'm really pushing the envelope tonight. 
I'm going to have an abortion performed on me right here on stage in honor of Gabby Giffords and Mark Kelly, my two favorite people in the world. I'm going to be the most Democrat I can be up here. <laughs> uh, it's great stuff. I want to wear... I, I just want to know what would happen if you waved the Trump 2024 flag in a Pearl Jam show. Oh. I want to know what would happen. Like all Because all he's preaching about is the right to say things and yep. freedom and... Americanness and we, but it's not really freedom. It's like what the freedom is he sees it. And I'm fine with Damn his it, views. I missed the opportunity to give Carrie that flag. Would have been pretty in. great. Here, float this badass around. He'd probably just put the take that down. He wouldn't. He would stop the show until whoever brought the Trump flag came. No, I, pic- I picture him going. See, we like all people. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he would kick him out. I wonder. Kid Rock, Pearl Jam, would they ever play a show together? Probably not, because it would be like Astro World would look like Disneyland compared to that. <laughs> yeah, full out riot. Anyway, uh, and also traffic snobs. I don't want to hear from you. I got a couple emails from people. And look, I'm tired of the world where if it didn't happen to you, it's fake news. Right. I got two people in a row like that thing in the news saying that the traffic was all backed up. Fake. I made it through in like five minutes. I got Scott does it, and then this guy Justin does it. And I'm like, all right, so it didn't happen to you. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's fake news. So it, if it doesn't happen to you, it's automatically made up. What is the benefit of the news to say it's miserable uh, traffic? And all it took was somebody bumping into somebody on that on-ramp onto the 101 that clogged everything up. Because that's what I'm saying. Just keep it together. It's a very fragile ecosystem of, of freeway today without the 60. And if you're... Pinched down to one lane. Yeah, it didn't happen, Brady. One accident. I got through there. Added about five minutes to my day. That's it. Fake news. What'd news you wants you to think that freeways are full. So you leave earlier and you get to work at like an hour and a half early and you're just going to embarrass yourself. I'm That's what the news it. wants. It's just because it didn't happen to you doesn't mean it did not happen. I can see very easily in this town a closed freeway causing an hour delay on another freeway. We're not very good together. We, we live on a grid and we treat it like it's uh, loop-de-loop. So, just, you know, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Give them a break. Pull over. Get an abortion. Did you see Pearl Jam last night there? You can just get while they're hot. Get them while they're hot, Brady. Everything must go for a limited time only. They're starting to shut down those. Every vacuum is going to shut off at noon tomorrow. I think everybody got a coupon on the way out. Did they? Free abortion. There you go. The next one's free. It's on us. No pearl jelly all over the floor. What would you have named it? It doesn't matter. Here you go. Free abortion. <laughs> in the back oh, of your in the back of your ticket stuff. Good for one free abortion day after show. It's a bogo. <laughs> <laughs> you either get a Carl's Jr. like double stack or a, <laughs> it's your choice. You can get a six ounce uh, Whopper or get rid of six ounces of baby inside you. It's up to you. Carve it out, I say. Anyway, and also, uh, did you guys know that there is a disclaimer? On Gilligan's Island now. Wow. I Did saw not. this. Now, the what? reason I... Yeah. It says... It basically, paraphrasing, I'm not going to get this 100% right. Uh, racial views and stereotypes not conducive to the modern day. Gilligan's Island. Because, you know, headhunters and all that. I don't know. And rich people. And I don't know what I don't know what they're doing. I don't know who's, who's tuning into Gilligan's Island thinking, well, my God, who made this abomination of filth and racism so it's basically just not conducive to today but a guy emailed, and i knew that and i meant to bring it up a while ago but a guy uh 
emailed me. He was watching Sundance TV. It said, I can't sleep. Check this out. And it had the disclaimer. And then afterwards, it says, it was made in the 60s. They're all still trapped on the island. <laughs> like, it's like Sundance made a joke out of that. Because you got to run a disclaimer like they did for uh, old movies now. If you watch old movies and the thing in the beginning said, this was made at a different time. Some of the things said in this movie are not conducive to today's behaviors or social views. And isn't that up to you to determine as the viewer? Like, and, and, and who in the world complains about a movie or, a, I mean, Gilligan's Island? You got so much pent-up anger inside you. If you can make a phone call to any channel showing Gilligan's Island, and you're, uh, you were, first off, you were so oblivious, you were unfamiliar with Gilligan's Island's premise in the first place to the point where now it offends you. If you're offended by Gilligan's Island, you shouldn't be around anyone. You're going to get offended real easy. That's going to be simple. I can't. I can't think of. I mean, I guess the headhunter said Ooga Boogas, but who are we? Who are we offending? Headhunters? Well, the char- the characters too. Really though, was it because there are no blacks or gays? I don't remember them ever making a joke about that. The only black people were headhunters or cannibals. <laughs> yeah, it, and then I, I think I was wondering if there was a World War II. Right, that's um, probably true. That's probably I mean, accurate to where they were. There are probably islands where there are nothing but cannibals and headhunters. And they would be island colored. You're not going to run it unless they're like in the... And I'm pretty sure it was a tropical island. They weren't up there in Norway. No. Some Norwegian island stranded with... You know, or was it the fact they were in makeup? They weren't really, you know, so... Oh, like playing like face. Blackface. And again, yeah. well, who are we offending here? Headhunter face? Were we supposed <laughs> to hire real headhunters? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know there was a union. For the cannibal headhunter acting group. Yeah, there's a disclaimer in front of Gilligan's Island there. Basically says you're, you might get offended by this. And I would say, if you are offended by this, really, take a look in the mirror and calm her down a touch. If Gilligan's Island makes you want to call somebody and get something taken care of, you've lost your mind. It isn't anybody else's problem. And it's as simple as going, Gilligan's Island is dumb. Turn it. Kids might watch. Yep. And they might not get anything out of it also because it's a fairly shallow, vapid show of nothingness. And also, if you buy the premise, you pretty much are willing to forego any other piece of reality ever. Right down to the idea that it's a three-hour tour and... They got uh, far enough away to find this remote island. Well, I can say that the three-hour tour was scheduled. Who knows where the wind blew up? Yeah. But Ginger was packed for... About a, a four-month trip, as were the Howells. They overpacked. Gilligan and Skipper were the only ones that kept their same outfits. They didn't have any luggage. The three-hour tour, they had outfit changes. I don't know the last time you were on a three-hour tour of anything, but we were on this Dolly Steamboat. I don't remember us bringing a suitcase. In like 24 hours. And that was, I, I think Gilligan's Island's uh, group got uh, a better deal than we did. Oh, I would have rather been on the yeah. on the Menno. I would have been. I'll tell you that. I'd have had a glass of coconut milk before I go on that Dolly <laughs> Steamboat again. And that is, that's pure hell for me. But yeah, now we get disclaimers in front of Gilligan's Island. I'm, I'm not understanding Earth. Eddie talked about it last night at Pearl Jam. You know, there's a lot of people who watch Gilligan's Island and think all black people are cannibals or headhunters. And it's all Gilligan's goddamn fault. These motherfuckers tried to tell us all, indoctrinate us all into thinking that black people were headhunters and cannibals. <laughs> you, Gilligan! <laughs> Get it off. Get it off the screens. Get that off here. Here's a QR code. 
that you can click on right now and vote Gilligan off the island. No, they're all dead, Eddie. Yeah, but I know the, the reruns, they live on in reruns. I watched the Growing Pains episode and Mike's best friend's name was Boner. Kids can't hear that crap. Get that up off the air. It's, uh, what is wrong with us? that We can't get through a Gilligan's Island without being offended. I'm try- I mean, other than the headhunters, I'm just trying to think of... Was there a, um, um, a Japanese war vet that washed up on the sure. island? Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah. With the big glasses and... Yeah. Sure. Sure. Hilarious. <laughs> Might be the only funny episode of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese war veteran that didn't know the war was over. That Rock band? Yeah. When they're like a... Oh, the oh, yeah. Google, the, uh, no, no. Uh, we, we played them the yeah. one time. Well, that's when the girls did their rock band. They were called the Honeybees. Right. And uh, I don't remember who the band The Mosquitoes is there the band know. on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. A rock band, for some reason, washed up on shore. Because, and how did they escape? Well, they didn't even wash up. They just found it. Huh? On their because they had a boat and they were getting right. They were uh, trying to get them all off there, and they they took off without them. Well, yeah, they, everybody always took off. Yeah, them. I remember the space capsule landing and all that kind of stuff. I had alien space yeah. capsules, uh, astronauts. Yeah, and, yeah, but that's all offensive to someone out there to the point where we need to make sure that they know before they're watching that this could get to you. I mean, I watch. I dream of genie. Of ginger. They took. I dream of maybe the. Yeah. She did it to herself. The I Dream of Jeannie is the sexiest thing. If it was on TV today, you'd jerk off to it. And there's no disclaimer on that, but I noticed that uh, family entertainment television that used to flash Jeannie's cans around every morning at 8, um, they've taken it off. And I Googled it a while ago, and it was like, it's uh, it's basically mistreating women. I Dream of Jeannie is looked at as a show that mistreats women. You know the four members of the Mosquitoes, John? Do I know their names? Yeah. Rat, nope. Tully, Sid, and Ryan. You probably know this when I say it. Bingo, oh, Bango, Bingo. Bongo, and Irving. I, I was going to say in Rex. Irving. <laughs> Irving. And Brady's that's right. right. They came to the island to get away from their fans. Oh, that's right. That was the most known, uncharted island of all time. All right. But I think they were just a little bit off Catalina. Nobody looked for them. Played by a real band called the Wellingtons. Yeah, not a real good band. And the Wellingtons turned into Mookie Blaylock. They turned into Pearl Jam. Amazing. And we knocked up Marianne just to give her an abortion on the island with the professor. It was great. It was a big coconut abortion. They had a governor on the island. It was great. I loved every second of it. Coconut abortions and amazing. This is their big hit song, if you remember. They wrote it after they left Gilligan's Island. You guys cover this? You know what's great about Kim Petras? She'll never need an abortion. <laughs> I miss her. They haven't played her for a while. Summer's coming. That's going to be by the pool a lot. My little coconut. Anyway, it's a, it's a weird time that we are. Apparently, Aladdin, the animated movie, has a disclaimer, too. It does? Yeah. The one with Robin Williams? Yeah, and Why? Gilbert Godfrey. He's I don't in, know. He's in blue face. <laughs> is it? Is it because of Middle Eastern stereotypes? I'll bet that's what it rugs is. And stuff? I'll bet that's probably what it is. <laughs> it doesn't say. This, this listener just hit me up and said that. So somebody's actually really worried that there's a person out there that will believe that Middle Eastern people can fly on rugs. And they need to... That, well, this, yeah. Don't perpetuate that stereotype. 
Why? What else is... Once you take a stand on stereotypes, you got to include everything. That's Disney covering their... Yeah, but who's mad about that? i got to meet these people. i got to meet one Middle Easterner that's like, well, don't fly on rugs! I'm like, I never once believed it. Let's start there. I know you don't. If you invented a flying rug, you'd be bragging about that. You're mad because you didn't invent it and people think you have it. Don't you wish you had a flying rug, though? Isn't it kind of cool? I guess this is the disclaimer. The, the following presentation is a product of its time. It depicts prejudices that were wrong then and remain unacceptable today. CHCH is the channel it's on. Does not condone discrimination of any kind. Rather than ignoring past discriminatory practices, exhibiting work like this allows viewers to engage in thought and discussion <laughs> that educates and promotes the importance of social justice and inclusivity. And because of this, it's a nickel for us to rerun it. Yeah, viewer discretion advised. Enjoy your big... What did he say? I don't remember them ever saying, like, sand people or anything awful in that. Was there any, like, slurs? In Aladdin? No, I don't... Yeah. That's because you don't know. I'm a parrot and he's a sand person. I wonder if they can call him that. It's a different time. Isn't it always a different time? Like, currently, right now, we're living in a different time than another time. Yep. It's always a different time, so things change. Aladdin scares you. I think everybody should have to... I know this is an unpopular view. Be tattooed on their bodies if Aladdin is something that they think is racist. You should have a tattoo if you think the Gilligan's Island disclaimer is a good idea. A big tattoo. A number, maybe. Right down your arm. One of those. And then we'll put you in a special building of people who only believe that. I think that's a good idea. Can you imagine the size of the disclaimer before Blazing Saddles or something? <laughs> it's got to be like four minutes say, long. Come on. <laughs> in a few minutes, you're going to be offended. That was the objective yeah. of this whole movie is to make you guys just laugh hysterically at things that are wildly inappropriate. Enjoy the most accurate. Yeah, it is inappropriate. This next thing you watch is mother <laughs> inappropriate. Put down your bitch hat and enjoy something. Lighten up. You're all uptight knobs. And then the other thing that's going on in the world is the uh, Elon Musk deal. He uh, cryptically tweets out that if he dies mysteriously, it's the Russians. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And it was kind of a weird... And then he just kind of ignored it. He never really went back to it. But evidently, Elon feels like... Uh, there's some threats? Well, that there's a possibility that eventually Elon's progressive ways with what he's trying to accomplish in his Twitter and everything else. He may be joking also because Twitter and the Russians are tied together so He heavily. can power the world with some solar panels. That's it. Well, the Twitter thing. It's I, Everybody likes him for the electric cars. And I think everybody's going to try to kill him for his environmental stuff. But the Twitter thing has got people really nervous that Elon Musk is going to allow things that aren't true. I love Bill Maher's thing on Friday night. He talked about, and I've, we've, I've said this for years, it's up to you to determine what's real and not. If you're fooled by bad information, that's not bad information's fault. That's your fault for not really looking into anything or just being a sucker. If Twitter's where you get your news in the first place, you're probably not getting the whole story. Period. That's it. But and how uh, do you look into it to find the bad information? I, I don't know. Because you can find the... I mean, it feels like... It seems like you can find the opposite Let of... Let me what, tell you this, then. Then you're, then you're not in the know. 
If right. You, if you just grab information and then find something completely opposite to it, all you're going to do is pick the one you'd agreed with in the first place. Yep. So it doesn't really matter what your research is or where you go for it. You're not really. There's something wrong with humans that just say, "I don't know." I, I don't know. Like that. I've read both sides. I don't know. And then make up your own mind rather than have. You know, whatever echo chamber you surround yourself in, teach you and tell you everything that's right and everything else that comes at you that is a different opinion is incorrect. Um, and I think you're seeing that um, stat growing a little bit, at least like when we, when I talk about all these polls, you know, in the right. news, the percentage of indifferent or undecided. Right. Because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know if he I made a great that point. He said that side. when the printing press came out. Uh, politicians and everybody else was were scared to death that it's going to disseminate information too fast, and if it's wrong, people won't know, and they'll lose their mind. And uh, the radio and TV, every new technology has come out and scared uh, the powers that be that we'll get information too fast. Because the best way to stay in power is to keep the people into the information. Not being only, questioned. Only you provide the information, which is good. Newspapers, printing press, uh, not in order, radio, all sorts of stuff. Um, but Bill Maher's point was excellent. It's like, if we have to prove everything that's on Twitter, say goodbye to your God. Yep. You, can, you, you can't go on there and say, I believe in the Lord, because it's going to get stamped with there's no evidence of this. Because it's a belief. It's not evidential. Yeah, it's nothing. faith. It's, it's faith. So yep. you can't, if you have faith in something that's no longer... So to, if you want to stamp everything with not true, we'll start there. We'll start with, you know, every time God's mentioned, you, can't, you get your banned from it. Because that's true. That's a fact. You may not like it, but that's true. So it's up to you. You're the one who's supposed to make up your own mind Always about supposed things. To be the gatekeeper. And yeah, and nobody, you know, information can come to you, and it's up to you to determine it. Twitter is not your uh, brain. It's an outlet that you can read and then start, you know, having thoughts about things. Not CNN is not your brain, and Fox is not your brain. But people grab hold of that because it's like, this is what I want to hear. This is the news I like to hear. Rather than hear a differing opinion and not lose your mind. So I love what Elon Musk is doing, but I don't doubt that he might get killed. Because there are, there's a, it's a polarizing topic to start to talk about. He's like an oligarch. There's always... Look, uh, and again, Bill Maher made that point Friday as well. It's like everybody that's, you know, screaming and yelling, oh, we're going to get all this fake information. It's going to lead to another insurrection. And then he gave out a couple of points about COVID that, you know, 50% of Democrats believed that uh, unvaccinated people, 50% after they got COVID, 80-something percent went to the hospital. If you were unvaccinated and got COVID, 80% were to the hospital. The actual number was like 1.1% or something like that. It wasn't even close. He goes, bad information got to that side, too. And he said, so where does it end? Where do we where do we start stamping everything with this isn't accurate, this isn't accurate? We've never had full accuracy with our info. And now all of a sudden we want everything to be just dead, honest, true, and we want factual. It now. And it doesn't happen. It's not, it can't happen. Apparently Russia don't like Elon because he gave Ukraine his Starlink yeah. internet. So yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's been helping out against them. But Russia would kill him. In a heartbeat, they'd kill him. Because they're a power that still controls all their own information. In, internally, at least, and Twitter is a giant threat to communist nations and you know uh, propagandists and and uh, you know those those like China and Russia and those they don't want somebody to come in and give people the right to find out other stuff, which is essentially what people are fighting for to keep Twitter to just be one linear thing of info. And again, 
That's on the info that we're getting on that. You know, you wonder how much of that. Sometimes I'm skeptical on that stuff. Like when you're sold the, you know, the well, communist nations and how they're treating people. And I mean, it's been kind of through the years that that's what they say. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? I mean, I don't think they're real free with information. Pretty sure that when they have laws in their countries that basically say you're in big trouble if you speak against us, and there's been punishments for it. We kind of know that that's played out. I mean, how much we play it up is a different story, right? I mean, that's part of what they want. Dictatorships definitely say you're not talking, you're not speaking against me. You'll be jailed for that. So yeah, and they uh, hate the fact that information is out there. They would rather oh, yeah, have it. Yeah, they, they control it. That's yep. Pravda. It's propaganda. They control it. But we have the same thing. Don't act like we don't. We got a whole group of people trying to make Twitter that yep. very same thing. And not just one side. But if Elon Musk dies, what what a movie that'll be. You take out one of the, you know, it's like one of the brightest people on the planet that's not just, you know, it's like Thomas Edison had a billion inventions. Some of them probably made people mad. He gave us that light bulb. That was pretty awesome. But I bet you Thomas Edison's opinions were slanted one direction or another but uh still doesn't make you hate that light bulb does it i kind of like light bulbs i think what he did was pretty cool so i'll give thomas the benefit of the doubt if he had a few uh, views that were askew exactly. can you imagine russia that list in your house is going to be long You'd, like alexander graham bell is probably a prick yeah. yep. but the phone is they didn't pretty want anyone awesome. else in the business too, right at one point oh, yeah. time he starts shooting people but if uh you know if thomas edison did something that made uh, Russia mad at the time, and he invented something they didn't like, and they took him out early. We might have missed out on a couple of things, like the phonograph and all that other stuff. Who knows? John, who needs Twitter? I get all my news from Brady because That's he's exactly never wrong right. and accurate. That's <laughs> yes. right. Yes, and, and you know all what? The details. Could you imagine? <laughs> think of Brady as a small, well, as a version of Twitter. <laughs> Brady is a little tiny Twitter. How many times has Brady been wrong, and you didn't go out and shoot up a village because of it? You right. understood, oh, I have to take this a little bit with a grain of salt. Sometimes that guy says the wrong word or misunder- misinterprets an entire story and gives it to us incorrectly. But you use Twitter the same way you use Brady, which is, eh, I'm not so sure about this guy. That's ba- Brady, you're even dressed in... Go through the filter. You're even dressed in baby blue today. <laughs> yeah. You look like a little Twitter. You're a twit today, Brady, and I like it. Well, how come you can listen to Brady and go, ah, grain of salt, but Twitter has to be dead accurate or else? It doesn't. We all know. I miss the internet when it was just dick pics and porn. All these social media sites and everything else. I still like that it goes, eventually always just evolves back to some girl's cans or ass on a beach. Now, I don't think Elizabeth Hurley's been out of a bikini in the last six years. Boy, uh, Yahoo uh, loves They just it love she, it when she lays outside. Yeah. And she goes outside pretty much every couple days. Yeah. Elizabeth Hurley's 56, showing her snooch. <laughs> want to see it? Yes, I want to see that, Yahoo. So much more than I want to see dead bodies in Mariupol. I'm clicking on that. Kylie Jenner's lost 60 pounds and showed it off in a thong. Okay. That's better than abortion cheddar, isn't it? And everybody gets mad at that. And then everybody's mad at, you know, we, we lose our minds over the weirdest stuff. Kim Kardashian said she lost weight to get in that Marilyn Monroe dress. And women just attacked. That's the most unhealthy thing I've ever seen. She had to lose how many pounds in 13 days to get into that dress? What woman hasn't done that? Not enough. Not, yeah. They still yeah, have I mean, the men had to move it to their asses. She's shaped different. But what woman hasn't gone, I got to lose 10 pounds before 
uh, we go to Vegas because we're going to go by standard. the pool. It's standard that they starve themselves to get in their bikini or to get into a dress. Is it healthy? No. But is overeating healthy? No. That's why they're doing it. They put on a little extra weight, which isn't healthy either. There's an optimum weight. Nobody's at it. Silly. We're all so silly. But again, if you're going to watch Gilligan's Island today, just know. That really might piss you off if you're the most fragile human being on the planet. So, thank God for that little disclaimer. At least the disclaimer is telling people who would have normally been pissed off that by the end of this 30-minute episode, you were at least warned. So, try not to get too triggered by when Gilligan calls that black guy a headhunter. (laughs) What we should be really mad at is that Golden State Warriors coach named his son Nick. Steve Kerr did? Steve Kerr named his son Nick. Go ahead, say it. Say it in your car, racist. (laughs) You can't do it. That's a real story. That's something Steve Kerr should be dealt with. He should be dealt with for that. That's a joke name, and this poor kid's got to live with it forever. Nicholas. Nicholas Kerr. That's all I go by. I am Nicholas. What's my middle name? Donald? I'm Don Kerr now. Dad, you're a dick. Donker. Donker. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. It's so close to Dinger. (laughs) Somebody might yell his name and get us all in trouble. Anyway, there's something to be offended by if you're looking for it. Everywhere you look, stop looking for it. Live your life normal, like most of us do. Be offended that you're sitting on that freeway right now where we cruised in this morning. No traffic at all, and you're probably starting to feel the burn out there in the East Valley with that freeway closed. (laughs) It hurts, doesn't it? No carpool lane for you today, is there, Tesla? You're stuck with the rest of them, with the pigs. And here's a fun game you can play. If there is a Tesla in front of you, creep up on it. It moves. <laughs> it starts moving. One side or the other. And here's the other thing. The guy inside has to listen to some incessant beeping while you get too close to his car that's trying to scoot out of the way. But then it's going to beep twice because it's going to get too close to the car in front of it. And eventually, I think the Tesla just pulls over. <laughs> Had enough. Right, play ahead. with Tesla this morning. When you're in traffic, push one around a little bit like a chess piece. Like, scoot over. If it's in the lane next to you and everything stopped. Go two miles an hour and just steer into it a little bit. Just get him to start getting away. Hey, asshole, my car won't allow. God damn it, he's pushing me off the road. <laughs> Tesla, manual control. I'm sorry, Hal. I can't allow that. God damn it, we're going off the cliff. <laughs> Evacuate vehicle in three, two, one. Evacuate what? Why? He's going to drive it off the edge. Anyway, it is fun to play with him. I do it all the time on that. Uh, when you got to enter. Although I do think a guy was driving manually the other day because I went to get in his... Because uh, I was going downtown and I go down to 51 and you just move. You find a Tesla where it backs up and you just scoot it out of the way. They move right up. They, they have to. And so I started to go, but I think he was in manual because he poof, he sped right up. I'm like, oh, he's got all the uh, technology turned off. Oh, so manual mode, it, it just... You're just driving. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I think so. Because this dude zipped, cut me off. I'm like... Well played, Black Tesla. And of course it was the Black Tesla. <laughs> White Tesla gets out of the way. <laughs> he ain't passing me. <laughs> he ain't passing me. It was my lane first, man. <laughs> Get out the way, bitch. See what you trying to do. Yeah, Move. I tried to scooch him. Uh, what do you got on the big board of music today? <laughs> Wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. It's, it's going to be beautiful in the next couple days. So if you're thinking about hitting the trails... 
Head on over to Action Ride Shop. Get everything you need, all the gear, all the bikes, all the repairs you may need. Get it done now because we're going to be heading out to a Haas tomorrow. Are you going? Uh, yeah. Here's the fun thing. Brett didn't talk about this, but yesterday he's sitting in the office and I look down and Brett looks like a a whore, a high school whore. His knees are all skinned up. He's got scabs all over his legs. I'm like, what happened here? Did you crash? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The boys from Action took you up to Brown's Ranch and put you on your ass. Yep. Yeah. Hey, learn something. Learn no, right. not what to, what not to do. So learn, learn what line not to <laughs> yeah. take. Yes. That is something I won't do twice. And if I do, I'm gonna. Get, you're all skinned up. That wasn't an easy. You hit that hard, yeah, miserable caliche like yep. rock. That yeah. I know. Ex- I bet you I know exactly that where that. Happened. It was right down. It was right down that uh, that Big granite lip that we were talking about. Granite, the day, yeah. gray and black. Yeah. And if the hill looks like you shouldn't be on it, like on a bike, that there's a line up it. You get up there, and then when you got to climb down, it's a drop down and a turn. Oh yeah, the bike can do it. It was me that could the do pilot. It. That's the problem. The bike could do it all by itself. Yeah. You could ghost ride it. Down I, there. I took the wrong line. So, oh, but now I know. You fell off, and yeah. your legs look like a oh, uh, like a high school date. Back to it this week. <laughs> yeah, you Tomorrow, look like, you look like a prom queen whore. <laughs> Skinned up knees. It treated me like it. You got your Pearl Jam uh, ticket in your hand, so you can go get your free abortion tonight. <laughs> uh, on the list, we got uh, Lincoln Park, uh, Danzig, Metallica, STP, Trivium, Chimera, Pure Hatred for the freeway closures. Uh, butthole surfer, Slipknot, new abortion, uh, <laughs> Death Clock, Ghost, ACDC, Primus, Corn, bunch of cool man, stuff. On since me. you get uh, crackers uh, after your abortion, you get Graham crackers. Oh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> Cracker Man is good though. SDP is a great song. So we'll do that for your abortion. You know, my friends down there, rest his soul, Scott Weiland, who aborted himself well into the 344th trimester. We get you Graham Cracker Man, a little Sprite. I don't understand it, but I, I said it once on the air, and I got a bunch. How did you know about the graham crackers and Sprite? I'm like, that is a thing? Like, for, um, one girl said it. I thought that it was just like a one-off. Of right. That. You get graham crackers and Sprite. Well, I've got the uh, opposite of Toledo's concert tonight. Where are you going? The final spring oh, throwdown. Oh, man, you paid Kirby's. your dues. Why are you going again? Oh, they do two a year, and this oh. is the final one. And he, I have a clip of them rehearsing. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ronnie sent it to me. Okay. This is true. Right? right. <laughs> oh, no, they're doing throat go tonight. All right. Eighth grade throat go. That's the second song I'll recognize. Everybody's going to have uh, Brett's knees. Love it big or small. Eighth grade. Hit the wall. Eighth grade throat go. And you know there is an eighth grade throat go in your kid's school. Tonight's big, John. What is it? Mandalorian theme is one of the songs you're doing. What is that? No one recognizes that. I know. I did when I... Oh, okay. That's... Oh, yeah. Is Kirby first chair yet? No. What, she's still not good enough to be first Prides chair? Prides herself on the third um, chair. She's... Pr- oh, Brady, this is ridiculous. I tell her that. Like, we've gone seven years. She's still third chair? Yeah. There's got to be fifth graders ahead of her at this point. No, they keep them in the same she's class. She's third chair in the eighth grade, so all the kids you've been playing with the whole time? Yep. she never won. Oh, you just cancel it. You as a parent should say, I'm not going until you're at least second chair. I don't want you to That might have been back. good motivation. It's too late now. You think it's motivated to let she want you there? No, I'm saying if I would have said, hey, I would. For you. Oh, yeah, she wants me there. She wants you to go watch her, even yeah. though you can't see her, sitting in the back row, not really playing. <laughs> Is it because she's no good? You got to be honest. No, she's not bad. But the other kids are better. Yeah. And she's proud. The other of kids practice Kirby. So she's not as good. Oh no! Not, she's not yeah, we're at right now. Is first chair. She's, she's dragging. She's anchoring. 
Mrs. Rahoy figures it out. Mrs. Rahoy needs to light a fire under Kirby's ass. Hey, look, man. These songs kind of stink, old pirate. Although Mandalorian is my home. I was in it, baby. Two, three, four. <laughs> old pirate, I'm back here in the third row. She just texts. This is Kirby. Yeah. I'm last chair, not third. She's not even in the third <laughs> chair. Wow. All right, Kirby. Does she start all of her texts to daddy with Mrs. Kirby? Because she grabs mom's oh, phone. I was going to say. Mama, give, give me your the, phone. Give me that telephonic communications device. Daddy, it's your daughter, Kirby. What's up, old pirate? Third chair would be a dream come true. I am last chair. I'm facing the wrong way. They put me in the back of the room. I'd like to welcome the eighth grade on stage. The eighth grade's up here now. They're going to sing the Mandalorian song. Um, you'll notice in the back, a little girl. We call her the Blair Witch. She's facing the wall. That's Kirby Bogan. They got to put her back anyway because she's so tall. Kirby, no. Kirby, have some damn pride. Your dad's spending a ton of dough on the, I'll say what you're thinking. He's spending an awful lot of money on these instruments and time. Your dad's time is valuable, and you, you make him go to these things. Bust a little ass and at least get to third chair. At least have, uh, you know, be disappointed a little bit that you're not third chair. I'm last Just Just chair. make the deal. You don't go to any more shows until she makes third <laughs> she, or second chair. she moves up. And each show, she doesn't move up, you don't go. That's it. That's a great thing. She'll get well, better, or, or you won't have to quit. go. Either way. It's a win-win. Yeah. I don't know what uh, shows there are in high school. I know there's probably one, but uh, this coming year, she signed up because there's a Disney trip involved, and they get to play on the road. And no matter if they're good or not? Said you're, maybe it's uh, you got to get the second chair. By the way, Disney. kid, that's uh, coming out of your pocket. That Disney trip ain't free. The school isn't footing the bill for that. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so there is no Disney trip at all. But Kirby wants Unless Kirby Daddy gets. says, you're not good enough to go on this. That's right. If you're slacking. don't Kirby, don't worry about it. You're going to Disney. Yeah. But still, Kirby could smash her guitar on stage like the Who, her violin or whatever she's playing. You just buy her another one and send her to Disneyland. You should put a little you know, weight on this one, Brady. You can't go until your second chair. I'm not paying for Disney. He's What's wrong with I'm, I'm with He's you. You're with me, but you're not going to do anything. Oh, I'll put my foot down. <laughs> that foot is going to get kicked out of the way. Excuse me. Put your foot in my way there for a second. Old pirate. That was silly. By the way, also playing Shut Up and Dance. That's pretty fun. Can't wait to hear that. Let's uh, have a tape of that as well. Here's the rehearsal last night. Huh? Oh, it sounds great. Shut up and dance with me. I can hear it. It's really good. Oh, that's I, I really hear Kirby way, way in the back. <laughs> that's good stuff. Love listening to eighth graders play music. That is so good. No, the tootling. AJ, we're coming this evening. It's an Apache Junction again. Oh, Brady, man. what are you doing? The hits just keep a coming. Can I tell you to be more like Dan and just say, I'm not going to this because you're not even trying. Why do I have to waste my night? And then to get it's a, getting, it's to get a text close. like that, it is not. They get a text like getting that. Get real close, Johnny. Dad, I'm not even third chair. I'm worse than you saying on the radio. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. I stink out loud, old man. It hurts. Then don't go. Unless you want to hear it. That's Who's my going? daughter. She's rehearsing for the Mandalorian. Still, not bad for last chair. Let's make a viola sound like that. She's really bad at it. 
She's going to Disneyland on her talent. Makes her viola sound like a drake, mallard duck. Beautiful. Which one's your little angel? The one back there strangling the duck. (laughs) (laughs) You really hit the note there, honey. (laughs) Picture Kirby with the... (laughs) Swinging that bow back and forth, making that sound. (laughs) Kirby, that's disappointing. She's out of the car now. I don't give a mother where she is. This is disappointing. I'm ashamed of you, Kirby. Uncle John's not happy. Somebody's got to have some pride between you and that old man. We'll bring her in for a solo. Oh, I'm getting, right here. We got it already. I don't need that. <laughs> Shut up and dance so tired. <laughs> I'm the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. <laughs> she texts you to tell you. I am third hey, chair. Don't, go, the last don't chair. go bragging about third chair. <laughs> that impossibly high bar. There's only three chairs. Then you're just in the they wasteland. Made an additional. Yeah, then you're wasteland fourth row. That's where all the dregs set. She might as well just smoke. She's gonna be like the Mavericks coach. There's no, there's no chairs even. She got to stand. She got to stand up in front of Doug Hopkins. You got one assignment. It's just one stroke. Yeah, one that's stroke. it. Uh, Brady, I don't know how you're tolerating that kind of behavior. You need to yell at her for that one. <laughs> they think I'm third chair. I wish, Dreamer. Hey, old Byron, third chairs for all the great kids. I don't know where first chair is. It's so far up there. All those prissy little bitches in first chair. Two, three, four. (laughs) That was Jim Croce's I've Got a Name. You're right. I got to start taking it more serious. Yeah, you do. (laughs) You allow her to text you to tell you. By the way, wasting your money at an unreasonably fast rate. Third chair. Jeez. Firing off fourth chair and trying for fifth. I'm going to see if they'll build me my own stage. <laughs> and now, the flight of the ducks. Finally, Kirby can play. Nailed it. It's a solo. Don't go bragging you're the worst one. And then, assume a trip to Disneyland's coming out of the old man's pocket, but Brett, you and yeah, I both know he's going to Disneyland. Would you take that away from her? The trip to Disneyland? In a heartbeat. Could you look Kirby? Hammer. Close your eyes and mentally picture this. Could you ever look Kirby in the eye and go, you're not going to Disneyland because I said so. I'm not paying for that because you're not good enough. If the reasons <laughs> I didn't ask this. were good enough. No, yeah, no. I could look her. You are not good enough. You're not going to You're Disneyland. not practicing. No, nah, he'd make Ronnie You're not taking it. it serious. Uh-huh. You're adorable. Your Get aunt, out of the way. Your aunt's going to have to pay for it. <laughs> Give me a checkbook, buddy. I raised a little money elsewhere, mommy, and uh, I'm going to Disneyland. And I guarantee you, Brady's going to come in here after he puts his foot down with one of those stupid Mickey hats in the ears. <laughs> Kirby got it for me at her big concert. Just like he put his foot down at you fest. Oh, nah, that was maybe. The... I don't oh, we'll know. see. I haven't decided. She was that. lucky to go there. I'm oh, right. yes, sure. she was. Very she was. lucky. You were lucky to get home before 12, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> if they didn't want to leave and you stood and waited. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, crackers and Sprite. That's all this is about. Let's do it. Cracker Man. This is a great song. It's 30 years old, if you can believe it. Cracker Man. Uh, STP. A phenomenal one. I called Jay and Josh Ackerman. The, the Ackerman. I sing this song to the... I haven't done it for them, but I, I would. Uh, it's uh, your wake-up song. It's 98. Remember, Tuesday 
is Soylent Green Day. There it is. Uh, a beautiful thing, too. It is Soylent Green Tuesday. And that means it's, uh, yeah, it's Tuesday. It's nothing special. Uh, it's time now for the Brady Report, although people are very excited about Brady putting his foot down. Putting his foot down Brady is a new character. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not going to happen on my watch. <laughs> Kirby not going to Disneyland. I'm putting my foot down. Anybody says she's not going, they're wrong. Stomp. You get on that plane and you get to Disneyland because I said so. No problem, old pirate boy. He's playing hardball today. See you next week, old man. With Mickey is. You just try to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. You're going to like it. I'm putting my foot down. Everybody's eating ice cream after dinner. That's happening. I've got two dozen uh, roses ready for after being the last Are chair. Are you going to just throw it at her? Yeah. <laughs> Do you really? Did you get a bunch no. of you should. Why not? Now you've planted the seed. Ronnie texted me and said, I agree. All your ideas are great ideas, John, about how to motivate Kirby to get out of that last chair and stop rubbing it in your face that she's wasted all your time and money. <laughs> well, jump in, sister. Oh, man, come on. Please. Third chair. It's like a tap of a rainbow. I'll never ascend to such heights. Not even close. I'm fourth chair and I'm proud of it, Daddy. That way I can sit in the back and smoke with the other dregs and not even try. I worked out a little number called uh, Never Enough by Five Finger Death Punch. I just heard it on the air and I'm going to play it for you now. It's all the same, old man. (laughs) I know how to make this thing squawk. Not sure how it goes, but it's like, you know... I don't know if you, I got the names correct. Ethan Scarlett, uh, Caitlin, Bagger from Fries, then Kirby in the order of the... Uh, <laughs> He's ain't a little retarded boy before. <laughs> that what you say? No, I don't know. I just know he works there. <laughs> it could be. I got that bigger there. That's great stuff, Bagger. <laughs> Bagger fans. That kid loves bananas. It's disgusting to watch him eat one, but man, does he like them. Anyway, we just sit in the back and eat bananas and make this thing duck noise. <laughs> the bagger. Kobe, I'm fun town. I made it. You really have made it. And I guess we can't talk anymore. We're part of a different social class. So long, third chair. Old pirate bagger Vance beat me out again. Oh, well. It was down to me and that boy with no arms. But he's a better violinist than I'll ever be, Daddy, and I'm proud of it. Disney. Gotta get to Disney. <laughs> That's just great stuff. And you're putting your foot down on Disney. Like, My ass. The Brady. hammer. The you hammer. Know. Brady's going to drive her over himself and then drive back. I'll pick you up at five. <laughs> All right, old man. Be here no later than five. I'm going to head home now and I'll just wait it out. Five o'clock. <laughs> Disney. She gets to go. Doesn't even try. Second chair. She's allowed to go to Disneyland if she makes it to second chair. Deal. And I want some recordings of tonight's work. No, no, no. In no, fact, no. I want you to record her. I have to record Mandalorian. No, no. You practice. You record her practicing at home today. Okay. Like let's let's see what you got today. I want to make sure you got your you're on your P's and Q's. Is that a thing? Yeah. Everybody tunes their instrument up before. Does a little run through. Okay, I got. Where'd you go? She should have to run through her her performance a little bit, at least a few minutes of each number. And they do it just before the live performance. Well, she should do it yeah. at home to make sure she's on the ball, not letting everybody else down. Letting everybody else down. They can't even hear me back here. <laughs> Fourth chair. 
She's probably going to sit next to you in the audience. I brought my violin. I'm not even in a chair up there. I'm in third row. When I said fourth chair, I mean third row from stage. Go get him, beggar. <laughs> Look at him go. Drooling all over. Rosin up that bow. Play that fiddle hard, beggar. Deal with the devil. <laughs> anyway, have fun at your show tonight. Blech. High five, Brett. Boom. Uh, I can the, save you guys a couple of seats. Kirby needs them. They're going to push her so far off that stage, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> I can give you second and third seat. And just outside <laughs> the beautiful arena is our fifth chair, Kirby Bogan. That's right. They won't even let me in, Dad. <laughs> I'm an abomination with this thing in my hand. I now I kind of want to go just to go. She's terrible. I can hear her missing every note. Kirby, we're going to have to ask. She's Milton. Yeah, Kirby, what's happening? We're going to have to ask you to go ahead and move down one more chair. Where the retarded boy sits? No. We're going to put a special chair next to him. His chair's already special. All right. <laughs> boom, boom. Anyway, that's the only music I know is a We're going to put show. you on the triangle. Triangle? Let me see what I can do with one of those. Nope, same results. <laughs> I don't even know how I did it. I can make a triangle quack. She's so bad at music, she can make a triangle quack. Uh, it's time for uh, uh, Kirby, I'm disappointed. Brady, I'm mad at you, and I'm disappointed in Kirby. That was a bad text. I want to be proud of her. Yeah. As the distant uncle that will probably be forced to give her a couple hundred bucks on her graduation. As a guy more likely going to have to walk her down the aisle someday and say, I miss him too. And then we'll <laughs> hand her off. Yeah, yeah, go on. I'm not getting married to that kid. Come on, knock it off. I take Bagger. I love you, Kirby Bogan. You're going to marry? He reminds me of my dad. She's cool, right? <laughs> she texts him to tell him she sucks, and he's like, that's fun. <laughs> hey, Daddy, don't do that. I suck, and you know it. They're right. <laughs> just be honest, Daddy. Yeah, I can't wait for Disney. She just Xing days off of a calendar in a room. <laughs> it's a countdown. 82 days to Disney. So she ain't playing at Disney. She's just going through the motions. She can pantomime the best. Yep. They took, her, they took the, the horse hairs off of her bow. Don't touch the instrument with the stick. <laughs> We welded your strings to yeah. the to the instrument. She's waving it in the air. They're playing tracks know. behind yeah, her. Or she's, what? Playing yeah. tracks. she's tracks. She's Ozzy. The last few Ozfest seems like everything. Remember the uh, well? That's a reference no one will understand. But the Andy Griffith, where Don Knotts thought he could sing because they had that beautiful uh, operatic singer. It was Rafe Hollister. That I think that was his name. He was some drunk, but he had a beautiful operatic voice, and he wasn't allowed up on stage because I think he tried to finger Thelma Lou or something illegally, and they. But they heard him sing, and they put him in the cotillion, started making him sing, and they just had Don Knotts mouth it out, and he thought he was actually singing. That's Kirby. That's some <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma will be back there playing with Kirby quacks. Oh, my gosh. I'm so disappointed. But you, you bring fun to the show with these nonsense. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's time for the Brady Report. Brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. Catch all that action tonight. I'm not allowed to say what kind of action it is, but there's a round orange ball involved. And it happens right as the sun is setting. I guess I'm not allowed to say the Suns game is at Hooters tonight, but you can catch all the basketball action at Hooters during Phoenix playoff games. Ooh. Awesome. It's a slam dunk, it says. And you can check it at Hooters if you're interested. All sorts of specials while the playoff is uh, playoffs are on. Uh, tonight, I believe it starts at 7 o'clock, game five. Suns, Mavericks. Doug Hopkins gets to smell the ass of Boban all night once again. <laughs> Great stuff. Anyway. Real quick. Sure. John, can you please explain to me why Bert 
who is the biggest advocate since he's been on the show that rats get bats. <laughs> yeah. That he rats out Lizzie every morning. Oh, yeah, that's true. For coming in late. I didn't. I played the song. Brady's yeah. the one that did it this morning. <laughs> John normally does it, too. Yeah. You're Matthew's in on this, too. Don't it. dismiss yourself. I play the song. <laughs> Every morning, you're oh, looking I over at me like, yeah. oh, yeah. you're always looking at me like, oh, what are you talking about? It's a common theme. Evidently, we put a gun to his head, and he had to do it. Whoa, 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 guys. I feel some tension in the room. Evidently. Hey, stick up for me, Toledo. Nobody else is doing it. Look here. Teflon Tito, we're not exactly. <laughs> Nobody even knows your name downstairs, and that's good for you. Don't dismiss yourself <laughs> from your own leave behavior. Leave Vinny out of this, would you? Just leave Vinny out of this. Oh, no. Three salespeople oh. at lunch yesterday. I had nothing to do with it. I what just play the exact I song. Play. Sure, I knew the song. Uh, I, I do what I'm told. I played the funny song. I brought the ski mask to the party. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> What you do with it? Brady did it this morning. I just hit play. That's right. <laughs> so when Brady points and says, shoot that guy. Oh, this is Brady's murder. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's true, but you then are ratting around, but it's a good thing. I just saw John do it, so I was just trying That's to right. get your attention. <laughs> exactly right. Bow down, boys. I make you do things. Uh, it's time now, Brady. Please, for God's sake, Brady, report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Shrimp Day. Hey. National Clean Your Room Day. <laughs> More bullying on the yeah, show. What's happening, Shrimp Day? Careful. A couple of baseless fun facts. America tried to buy Greenland back in 1946. We were offered Denmark $100 million. They turned it down. Made him a cash offer as is, the yep. $5,000 guarantee. Yep, the Doug Hopkins, Doug Hopkins tried to buy Greenland. <laughs> Anytime someone returns underwear to Victoria's Secret, ew, they shred it. Yes, who returns it? Even if it still has the tags on it. Who's not sure? They get returned. <gasps> I didn't like the way this felt. Yep. <laughs> I went to, Vic- <laughs> this was a great day. I went to Victoria's Secret with my friend's then ex-girlfriend this was probably 1995 maybe six and she's like i have to get some underwear and i didn't know the process so i went into the dressing room with her we were almost going to start doing stuff and i think she was giving me the signals but being as stupid as i was i didn't read them she gets all the way down and they put a a secondary pair of panties guards clam guards and then they put another and then they put the one they want to buy over the clam guard and it was a thong and I'm like, you're going to put that back? Yeah, I don't like these. Oh, that's been in your cracker. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's how it works. I have my, uh, they put the shield over. I'm like, uh, that goes back into the bin? Yeah. <gasps> Fecal mist. You're okay with other women doing that and trusting that they are putting the clam guard on? Sure. Uh, wow. That's too much uh, trust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and no surprise when I did find out the big reveal. Uh, sort of like somebody left some star kissed out in the sun. <laughs> and it's because that underwear habit she had. Oh. <laughs> Blockbuster teamed up with Enron 2000. Have you ever taken underwear back? No. No. You just throw it away and admit your mistake. Well, ours comes in packs. We can't try Okay, but still, on. even if you didn't, right. you'd put it on and go, oh, this thong's not quite right. I better get my money back. You throw it out, and you just say, that was a goof. This didn't work. Yeah, this three, this four-pack didn't work out. <laughs> right. You're not going to go, hey, you tried some of these on. I want my money back. 
Well, it's, it's used. Right. That is disgusting. Penske uh, rental trucks just did a survey of the most popular destinations to move to in the United States. The top 10 moving destinations. Phoenix was number three. Houston, number one. Las Vegas, number two. Yeah, we're we're crushing it. Desert cities are crushing it. So long, Lake Mead. Hello, dead bodies. Jason Oxentine was a teacher's aide and athletic director at a middle school in rural North Carolina. He was at school two Fridays ago. Needed to move his truck from the back of the building to the front. But I guess he was too busy, so he asked a middle schooler to do it for him. Thankfully... They're okay. No one got hurt. But while he was moving his truck, the middle schooler lost control of it, crashed into three different school buses. That'll happen. No kids were around. All the buses were parked. Jason got fired last week. Also got a ticket for giving his keys to a minor. School says it's going to cost around $6,700 to fix the buses. Jason's truck totaled. Don't loan your vehicle to a middle school kid. (laughs) I knew that going in. I think it's like written in your car somewhere. Do not give this to anyone 12 or 13 years old. This couple that lives in uh, London, Ontario, Canada. is uh, my ideal couple, John. You'd like this. Irene and Tony Demas. They opened a restaurant in 1970. And she was a young chef at the time. And at the time, she was uh, See, when they first opened up in, in 1970. Oh, basically, old lady. So when they first opened up, they started trading stuff. She, would, in uh. exchange for daily flowers from the florist across the street, she'd bring them sandwiches, soups, do some trading. Barter people. The, the starving artist came in, and uh, all he wanted was her homemade grilled cheese. Let's start off. Here's some paintings to choose from. Just use money. Fast forward. Somebody got a painting. Somebody got a shaky deal. Somebody got a shaky deal. That's always what trading turns Tony and Irene are getting $27,000 for one of their paintings. Right. And all that guy got was a grilled cheese. And all he needed to do was give him a buck. That's why you're going to be on the other end. He'd rather go through the art because he's just pumping it out. Scott Haynes just said, that's why Kirby has to play. Brady already paid for the instrument in advance. 69 bottles of saw. <laughs> All right. Tell you what, I know you like American cash tender, but I got something that's even better. You can eat it. Brady sauce. I'll give you 69 bottles for this Stradivarius. All right. Give me the next bottle up. <laughs> 70 bottles of saw. I cannot sell this to you. This is for someone who is only willing to play first chair. That's not going to happen here, Chief. So here's a couple extra bottles. <laughs> where, where are we at now? She is literally proud to, to face the wrong way. You know what, Daddy? I'm just going to stay in the car. Thanks for the ride. I'll play out here. Two, three, four. The artist's name was Maude Lewis. And she died <laughs> way back when at the age of 69. All right. Tradey people always get in trouble. And you've learned your lesson through art and trade. When you yeah. had that dolly sitting in your driveway and then that... Stroke victim and his wife came and ransacked your house until he got it back. Wasn't my deal, bro. <laughs> yeah, but still, you taught it in your house. Guilted you into giving it yeah. back. You taught the art of cheapery 
It would have worked. No, it didn't work, did it? No, if it went through me, I'd have that painting. Bull. Hammer down no again. Way. Foot down. You then why didn't you walk right down the street and get your painting back? Wasn't my deal. Could have been your deal. Why is it not your deal? It's community property. Yeah. Your wife and yours yeah. is the same stuff. Yeah. You pay taxes with her or not? Nope. You don't. Totally separate. She doesn't pay taxes. Yeah, that's smart. I only pay. <laughs> that's smart. Wow. That's probably wow. She's a dependent <laughs> crawling her out. <laughs> she said she's not going to pay taxes, and I put my foot down and said, you're damn right. Then, you're then not. I, will. I will pay double. I put my foot down. That's how it's handled. Mommy and I are tired of paying for things like taxes and, well, I then don't know, food. You've got it. Then I will pay that bill. My foot is down. I got dinner tonight. I demand it. <laughs> this is embarrassing. In Ottawa, Canada, this uh, girl that just recently graduated from nursing school had the ride of her life. She pulls up and sees a car and crashed into a light pole, and the other car next to it rolled over twice right in front of her. So she gets out of her car, her RAV4, runs over to the rollover car, and the person wasn't in there. Turns around. There goes the RAV4. The person that was in the car rollover. Yeah. That caused the accident. Got out of their car. And stole the other car. And stole her car. She still had the keys in her park so uh, in her pocket. But it was so. started. Wait. Rolled the car. Nice person stops, see if everything's okay. Yep. That person isn't yeah, in it. She checks the first car into the pole, then goes over to the uh Oh, so the she got out when she was checking enough the time. Other going to say running over that car and then that magic trick i'm more impressed at the ability to stay yeah. stealth after but you can't a get very far with the car if, if you don't have that's what i was up. wondering evidently the rav4 the person took off for a while but the cops saw him pull out and uh tried to she thought for sure she'd get to her car and it would be totaled and everything right no but it was okay just a little blood and yeah. muck on the steering wheel uh, you, got a, you got a rollover driver uh, and a head injury how about that? This will excite some people who are fans of goldfish crackers from Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> that was a struggle. Pe- Pepperidge <laughs> Farm. Know, look, at, three times look at me. I thought I was going to get a shower. I don't like they've, it. They've look, look away when you say Pepperidge. spices. Okay. And now you can get goldfish oh, with the Old Bay Spice. What does that mean? Means it, goldfish. It's, it's Brady's Cheetle. It's spicy oh, Cheetle. Oh, God. <laughs> They've added dirt powder to goldfish. You've never had Old Bay? I don't know. I don't, I don't think like I have. It. If you've had crab anywhere, you've had it. If you had a it's crab oil or anything like delight. that. Yeah, yeah, basically with it's, spices. It's a seasoning. Yeah. yeah. McCormick's makes uh, Old Bay. And you and a bunch of infants were upset that goldfish wasn't good enough? I'm going to try the Old Bay goldfish <laughs> because I missed out last year when they had uh, Frank's Red Hot goldfish. <laughs> oh, man. That... One of life's regrets. <laughs> I blew it. Man. Put my foot down, though, and I'm going to get some of these. Old death bread. I just remember back in 2018 that I never got the red hot goldfish. That's the only thing I can change about this life. I'm going to play at your funeral, old man. <laughs> Goodbye, daddy. Goodbye, daddy. I'm in the ninth grade now. That's right. This is going to be a year from now. Finally, a little one song, old man. <laughs> hey, I got it. <laughs> On here, even Flo got it. There's this YouTuber, Mark Rober. Um, he did something that's kind of cool. Um, he did a, a prank 
on a scam call center in India. Okay. Um, basically, he did some research to figure out where these centers were, and he loaded up these boxes with cockroaches oh, no. that delayed, would push them out in the call center, which made the centers have to shut down. In India? Yeah. They weren't used to floors full of cockroaches? They had to add some? Yep. Wow, that's surprising. That's how much money they're making. <laughs> they were actually cockroach-free. Yeah. This is why we choose to work here. The conditions are amazing. Thank you for calling Discover Card. We're listening to one of your favorite American tunes in the background. The pause in business and calling, Yeah, uh, they figured, saved uh, about $2 million from scamming. No the amount kidding. of money. Uh, the other thing is uh, his friends were able to hack the social network of the area, and they got 57,000 scammers info, contact nice. info, and gave it to the FBI. So this whole operation was... Could pay off terrible, big time. But throwing some bugs at him. Yeah, doing this prank, Stopped and then he did cool. it on CCTV so you can see it. I'm now up to, by my count, uh, 36 fake accounts uh, in my uh, my identity theft Jeez. issue. I have 36 Jesus. different loans that I know about. God knows what's going on with the other. And I, I've already got all the parameters in place, and the, you know, the, the LifeLock deal is kicked. And actually, pretty decent deal. They took care of a lot of stuff, but I'm blocking. Like, I'm blocking every day. I'm like an offensive lineman. I got three letters yesterday. Uh, tried to take out a loan. $4,600. solid base. Wire transfer. Uh, they're doing, like, the loans are trying to get it. Uh, quickie loan places are, that's unbelievable. Every day. Every day. I'm getting at least two or three pieces of mail saying, we got you. You got a new credit card coming. So many of them are getting declined. But, yeah, I'm in the high 30s that I know about. It's fun. A couple in Virginia couldn't decide which last name to use at their wedding because, one, the man was missing a spine. Mm. Um, they decided to go the last name at the altar, flip the coin. So Whether the, he would take the pastor, or whoever did it, does the coin flip. Groom called it in the air. Why don't they just keep their own names? They decided to have fun and say, we'll go with whoever wins a coin flip. The and- dude won it. And so now his name is Scott Taylor. <laughs> the guy downstairs, his wife won't let him watch dirty TV. And not dirty in porn ways. Better call Saul is off the menu. He has to go hide in the closet like he's Anne Frank trying to watch TV. Let's get to some radio videos. We've got a couple of uh, ski videos throughout. The first one is uh, this guy basically throwing a couple of rocks to try to get this chunk of snow to fall off. Of a building? He's on this mountain, and you can see the uh, like a, a snow drift yeah. over the edge of the mountain. Oh, geez, he's going to cause an avalanche. And he's only about 20, 25 feet away he's, from where he's going. All right, let's watch this idiot die on a snow pile. Is it coming up? Bring it up. There, there we go. Oh, yeah, and you're not messing up. Oh, oh, oh no, that's the snowboard. Oh no, that's different. Start over. You can a start off with a snowboarder that was going along the side. This was one of the last There's ones. a snowboarder who just. Oh, that's an avalanche. Yeah. Oh, my God. We might as well sell this one. We've already seen it 10 times. <laughs> There's nothing I like more than his disdain. <laughs> it's just palpable. It's just if you went to a restaurant with Brad, this is garbage, and you just yeah. this is garbage, you'd just be like, "Oh my god!" He's just letting them know. All right, this is the one where the guy's chucking rocks at the edge. Yeah. Oh, so 
not that big of a rock. Well, he's either. over the top of it. He's not under it. Nice no, he's just on the well, he's on close the, enough to the edge. But I think but he you'll... thinks he's on the land. Yeah. He's clearly on the... Yeah, he's all right. There it goes. That's kind of neat. And snow falling down on the ground. It started great. And the guy didn't get hurt, so... Here's one for uh, Brett. Maybe they'll also get him. All right. It's a oh for 2, I'd wreck. say, right? Are we saying 0 for 2, Brett? He doesn't like snow. We're negatives. Well, it isn't about snow. Snow hater. This is kind of lack of entertainment, I think, is the bigger that's thing. That's what I'm yeah. going with. Really? All right, here we go. What's this? Flying over. Oh, oh, my. oh my God. That's a Brett oh, ride. Oh, man. Different angle. Oh, this dude's jumping <laughs> his bike, and it goes bad immediately. Early release. <laughs> oh. All right. PTSD that. there, Brett? Yeah, oh, yeah. Listen, it's all of us in the background when he jumps. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is. is oh. Holy crap. Oh. This is a. Uh, oh, my God. That's his body wow. hitting the earth. Oh, my God. Now, quick graduation celebration. It goes really quick. She's popping a bottle of champagne. All right. And gets faced oh, okay. with the cork. A... Oh! Whoa. <laughs> okay, it looks like she was holding back. it the right way. Came back on her. <laughs> That's what you get for underage drinking, kids. Brett, maybe this next one will get you to enjoy right, the snow a little bit better. All right. Got another snowboarder coming in hot. <laughs> he was on a, you were on a snow site yesterday. Yeah. Pop, Papa found a snow <laughs> site. dreaming about? Skibunny.com. Oh, Double KO. Maybe out. all three, I think. All three of them are dead. What yeah. is that? Body oh, it's just a guy who hits two bystanders. All asleep. I can't. <laughs> well, how's he? That's bowling for humans. It is. Every one of them is asleep. The skier and the two guys watching that the skier hits over at Emos. There's Emos, the restaurant. I always knew that I'd have a place by a ski resort. Okay. Last whatever one this. A is. couple of girls practicing some exotic dancing All at right. the ring. They're tied together. Oh, a little Cirque du Soleil going wrong. And then she gets mad. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, because they fell off the they was, fell off the ceiling. Get off me, bro. Let me tell you right what. I thought you said you put that in a stud, you idiot. Yeah, they come out of the ceiling. On top I told of you that RM3, you needed it right now. You put on a couple of pounds. This is your fault. Wow, that's pretty good. Oh, then, kids getting hurt. Yeah, this. this oh yeah, this is. Watch this over the tractor, goes right over the kid, and just plants it. Is that a mowing tractor? Yeah. But it's just like one of those battery-operated things. Now discovers. Well, that's what abortion's going to look like if Roe v. Wade gets overturned. (laughs) (laughs) Picks picks up the kid afterwards. I love the move by the kid on the tractor. He just keeps driving, yeah. He's got other kids to get rid of. Okay. They're just going to mow him down. Are you really playing this one? Brady. Oh, no. This is, is how a, you end it? This is from Winston Waller, our buddy, Wynn. Okay. Don't blame him. You're the one who it's gave a good it the green one. light. It's a goose. It's a bird the mosh pit. Brady, there's a reason Winston didn't send this to me. Because Winston knows exactly. This is a wild America. Yeah, this is Nathan Sutherland's girlfriend thought this was less than entertaining. Love it. Brady. Winston sent that to you as a joke against you. 
That wasn't him buddying up to you. That was him going, Brady will like this because it's stupid. Let's see if he'll actually play yeah, this one for the guys. We did it. We did it. <laughs> it was a foul video. I played oh, it. Oh, no. Good, good morning. No. Coming down to 60. Don't you do that. No, yeah. That one caused the leak. I'm going to put Brady back on the 60 when they open it, too. And we got one here that oh, you uh, got came in. Uh, oh, my goodness. Kids being morons. Okay. Which is nothing new. Sitting by the side of a pool, it looks like. So he's putting this thing on his head. Oh, it's the William Tell. Yeah, he's got an, ap- an apple on his head and another kid. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's not how it works. Apple Nailed on his it. head. And then they had and the. That's his head. They had the Three Stooges sound effects that went along with it. Play that again. That's an aluminum bat. And Brothers. <laughs> Puts the apple on his head and the kid's supposed to swing. He swings straight down onto his cranium. <laughs> ah, one more time. Yeah, why not? Sounds great. Put put it on Caleb's head there. And now you're eating out of a straw. <laughs> that kid looked a little surprised by it, but I do like Rats the, get bats. The three, right. three Stooges sound effect is my favorite part. <laughs> it is. Hi, knucklehead. Put an apple in your head, and I'll hit it off with a bat. Right. Kid goes, he sledgehammers it right down into his skull. Okay. Kids. And that's also what abortion's going to look like if they overturn Roe v. Wade. That's how they're going to get rid of kids in the future. Just mow them over with John Deere's and bats to their heads. That's how it was in the 50s. Before we had the Roe v. Wade, ladies would just mow over kids. <laughs> fire up the, the lawn chief. Baby, no more. So that's the future. That's what we're looking at. If you listen to the Democrats, if you listen to the Republicans, it'll be 600 million new kids. Neither sounds good. No. I kind of like the status quo. We're icing just enough that I don't miss them. Pretty good. Probably step it up a little bit, horse. Uh, it's 819. There you go. That is your Brady Report on this glorious Tuesday. Remember, Tuesday is Silent Green Day. Just as subtle as that. I think I might have stepped in something here. I think I might have made a mistake. I feel I feel Uh-oh. bad. Do uh, well. Your boys at it again. Yeah, I'm at it again. I goofed. I think I goofed. I uh, I was looking at TMZ uh, for a second and saw that Britney Spears. You know, it says Britney does naked pictures again. I'm like, I'm gonna look at that. And uh, she's she's nuts. Britney's lost her mind a long time ago, but now she's doing these pictures where she squeezed her boobs together. That's a go-to for her now. Uh, yeah, and she just stands there with that terrible raccoon the, makeup yeah, on. I don't know right. what she's doing with her eyes and stuff, but that's just, you know, personal preference and all that. But she's naked, and she's just decided to post some pictures of her squeezing her cans together. Naked. Free baby bump, right? She's supposedly pregnant, so we're gonna, she's gonna get big in a minute. And I looked at it, and I thought, whoa. There you go. Now, this isn't bragging. Because I didn't do it. But I took the head off of that, and I'm like, hey, that I've got some naked shots of Megan that look a little similar to this. Oh. Right? So I text and I said, hey, not for nothing, but the pictures of Britney there. Oh, no. Kind of. Yeah. And when I hit send, I'm like, oh, no. I can guess how that went. I just compared her to. And and then so, but it's a little different in the way. Compared to a pregnant woman. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, these are pictures of a pregnant girl. (laughs) This is not going to go over well. There's no reversal on that. And all we do is make fun of Britney together on her things. And so I, I fired it off. Like, hey. I fired back to like, this isn't meant to be a compliment, not to offend or anything. But it's pretty much the same naked body that Britney had posted today on TMZ. And then I realized, oh, 
These are Britney's pregnant pictures. Well, she's just trying to get naked all over the place. She's naked bad, all the bad, time. Bad, bad, bad. Al? Just the front, though. Just the front view where she's holding them together. I'm like, hey, that reminded me of a thing. No, not from the shoulders up or anything. Oh, boy. Still looks great. Are you comparing me to a pregnant girl? No, no. She's not showing it. I... <laughs> Yes, dumb, no. dumb. I'm saying that I think you're so dumb. She's got no waist. Well, like that's why I said in the thing, the waist is a little different. How is it the same then? Well, it's, it's not. I'm just kind of reminiscent See, of the, what it, what it maybe the boobs, was, maybe just the boobs and the tummy. No, no, it's a pregnant belly. I'm done. I'm done. So I'm just going through this scenario. I meant the heart. The heart right. looks right. Where you put your vagina has that giant heart blocking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as yours. Yeah, and it's very similar. Not to, you know say that that's the exact replica, but I mean, a lot of them look alike, you know? Sure they do. Like bald guys. Yep. <laughs> it's, it, I don't know how you don't take that as a compliment, but as a man, I'm thinking, oh boy, that's that's not going to go over well. Even though it should be, like if somebody told me, like you look like Britney naked, I'm like, that's awesome, thank you. <laughs> I'm not even trying. That's why you're not allowed to comment on women's bodies, bro. That's right, bro. Damn it, bro. <laughs> Made the mistake of objectifying because TMZ yep. showed me naked photos of a girl who's objectified herself and allowed really me to do it. Really surprised me. Then I that. pass and well, it should, Brady. That's, I'm bigger than that, right? <laughs> Brady knows me. You're in on everything, right? I just got to get clarification. Yeah. And oh, now yeah. and again, there's an email that's like, Brady's going to just be... They get all defensive of you. know, Maybe Brady understands. Brady, you look like a naked Britney Spears a few months from now. And that's the good thing. Take that with you. I think so. Yeah. Give you a good run, kid. I think you should take that. I think, I think that's pretty nice. I think I have nicer legs. But. Yeah. I look like if Squidward got a little bit pregnant. Nothing wrong with that. A little bit pregnant. He's famous. Yeah. Well, men can get pregnant now. You got a belly. That's right. You you though have a belly. I haven't noticed. It's uh. It's the first couple months. Oh, you're bloated. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I overdid it a little bit yesterday. Oh, yeah, we did. With some tops. It was delicious. Yeah. But I don't even know. Is it, is it happening now? Has that guy got the burgers out? I believe so. Though. Month yeah, of so May. Month yeah. of May. Oh, it's all May. All May. So, yeah. Oh, that's ready to go. You guys want a KUPD burger that you won't finish, and they're kind of proud to say you won't finish it. If you do, Huge. good on you. This massive burger at uh, Ranch, House, Ranch Grill. House Grill over on 56th and Thomas. Great breakfast and stuff, but he decided to put a KUPD men- a burger on the menu, and we went over there and ate it yesterday. It's ridiculous. It's it's massive, and it's and it doesn't look massive until you're eating it. You're like, my God. Yeah. It's even big to me. I didn't even think you, you, you didn't finish it. I didn't. Yeah, Marie didn't. didn't even finish it. None of us did. Oh, I didn't have a chance. Well, Jen did. She finished, too. Oh, yeah, well, Cardinal's a fact. But yeah. then she, I'm sure she bulimic yeah. that right back. Yeah, brutal. I'm just waiting for this response. My whole day is wrecked. Ah, okay, the response, because she's not listening, is thanks, question marks. Oh, I'm done. That's over. (laughs) That's it. I had to go talk to Katrina for a little while. That's one of those, I know it's just you and her, but you have to to send that one, John Holmberg has left the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) It's a thread that I've checked out of a two-man thread. Sorry. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, hopefully it's taken as a... But I, I preface it. This is very much a compliment. How come you can't just say nice things to chicks and they just lose it? You know, her naked pictures today are very reminiscent of... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we all know that women don't actually think Lizzo is beautiful. 
Because if I ever said that, hey, Lizzo's pictures today, you guys have similar build. I think you look like Lizzo. She would be very angry. Oh, yeah. You're never going to find a woman who says uh, body positivity and all this stuff needs to be celebrated and all that. And then compare them to one of the body positive people they're talking about. They're going to get pissed. You look like Kate Upton's last photo. What? You remind me of Ashley Graham or Green or whatever her name no, is. No, Graham, the, yeah. Graham, Graham, the big one. They'd be furious. Yeah. Well, you started that. The best thing you said about that was... Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's you beautiful. She's like so Caitlyn. beautiful. You know what? Let her come out of the bathroom and lingerie and say, you look just like Caitlyn Jenner. You're a dick! Wait a minute. You're the one who told me she was beautiful. I I don't know what the gauge is. I, I, I don't know how to... I thought you would want to be compared to that... <laughs> a gorgeous woman. <laughs> Sorry. Can't even say it. <laughs> God damn it. This is over! Or the compliment of uh, she sends you a couple of pictures, maybe. You look so brave in those. <laughs> That's brave. Yeah, that thing about women who are brave when they're naked. God, you look brave. It, it's yeah. thanks. Lena Dunham is so brave for showing what a real woman looks like naked. All women should be so brave. Okay, I'm not one for bravery. You in come this out of the instance. bathroom and tell Medea. God, you look brave in that. Oh, kill you, smack. She'd kill you. So, so far, so good. I just got a lot of question marks after. We'll see if that goes okay. Uh, Scott, <laughs> it's not just me, so let this league guy get mad at me. Brady looks like naked Brittany, the one from Thousand Pound Sister. That's girl. I forgot her name is. <laughs> there you go. Try that. She's cute. Okay, you look just like her. Naked Brittany from Thousand Pound Sisters. The one with... She's got a uh, forehead. So, the so much the forehead. forehead. Yeah, she's so, got she's like the a real big one. Love handles on her face, like her fo- like her eyebrows are hunking over her eyes. And that one dude that she was with for a while, that all they talked about was how much sex she was having. And I'm like, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. is that the one that was with Gary Payton? Yeah, she was yes, dating Gary Payton. Yes, for, yes. I think she's gonna marry Gary. Payton. Yes. <laughs> no, that was the that wasn't the one with the fat on her forehead. Yeah, that was no. the big girl. Oh, oh it was. was. That was that one was dating Gary one. Payton. The other one's married to that kind yeah. of vanilla fella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one that got tired of, of yeah. lugging her around um, in the dirt. I, I, I got yelled at at the house because when that show was on, I was laughing hysterically. at those. They were trying to load her in and out of the, the van. And when they showed her, you know when you throw a raggedy hand down and it lands it perfect? Yeah. And her legs are spread and she's sitting down. Like if you just threw a raggedy perfect hand Perfect pose. And, perfect, and then they showed her in the back and they took all the couch the chairs are all out of the car because she needs to be too big for that she's just sitting there like a raggedy ann got dropped and i was laughing for a half an hour when they were loading her up and loading her out pouring buckets of water on her to keep her alive before SeaWorld doctors could get to her and i'm laughing like that's mean what why is that mean it's on tv like she wants to display this like it's hilarious totally you take you take the back benches out of a van because they're cumbersome for sitting because you're too big. I'm going to laugh for a long time. It's very funny. Anyway, I could be in a pickle, boys. I might have to go Might have to go home early. Oh, next text. She's crazy, you know. Uh-oh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, yeah, bro. I, I overdid it, That's boy. the part that reminds me. <laughs> That's the part. I mean, yeah. wait, what? Uh, now I have to go uh, back. No, it's not a personality. It's purely a physical thing. Hey, Your sh- Hers are almost the same. Thanks, TMZ. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It does, though. You know, I liked Holmberg better when he wasn't groveling. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do. I tried to be nice. 
And your boobs look like those boobs. What are you saying? That's a pregnant woman. Uh, sorry, I'm drunk. Anyway, what are you going to do? Anyway, go get your uh, KUPD burger over at the... Is it Ranch? Was it Ranch, ranch House? Ranch House Grill. Grill. I was called Ranch Market. Ranch House. Ranch Market used to be that Asian place. Yep. But yeah. Ranch House Grill. Don't go to the Ranch Market for the KUPD burger. It'll have like <laughs> they fish won't know what you're talking it. about. It's going to stink, and there's going to be eyes in it. Uh, ranch House on uh, 56 and top. And uh, the dude came out, and everybody was really nice. They gave us all burgers. It's $9.79, and this is a $25 burger. Yeah. It's, it's it should a be worth as much meat oh as Oh, my God. Thing. It's half a half. proud of it. Oh, yeah. I'm taking a loss on every one of these. Yeah, yeah. He came out and goes, I'm getting my ass kicked on these, but I'm doing it for you guys. I'm like, you don't have to do that. I want I want the KUPD listeners to. And they do takeout and all that stuff. So you can get, if you have a, a two-ton pickup a truck. Yeah, you bring got, a dolly. Yeah, yeah you're going to need some hauling devices. These are big burgers, and they're good. But... Yeah, uh, proudly, they tell you, you will not finish this in one sitting. You might take it home and knock it down. Did you take yours home? No. You can box it up? I don't know. Insanely heavy burger. Go knock it silly. Get crazy at the old ranch house. And thanks to the guys over there for helping us out. Giving us freebies. Making us look like pregnant Britney Spears. Naked. Nothing to do. Uh, we got the hot releases. Those are coming off in a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. We invented something this morning. Uh, after the Pearl Jam show last night, joking around that if Eddie decided to switch views in the middle of the night and tour with Kid Rock, it would be the f- funniest thing in the world. Maybe uh, Pearl Jelly could go out and just do right-wing songs. Like, you know, here's the latest one from one of my favorite bands, you know. I love this guy so much, and he's almost always right. Uh, little Ted Nugent for everybody, Pearl Jam style. How about that? And just see if, because that video would eventually get back to Eddie, and he'd do a cease and desist. Please stop pretending to be me on stage singing Ba Witty Ba. <laughs> dang a dang diggy diggy up from the boogie. <laughs> Would be amazing. <laughs> What's that? All, what is a Ted Nugent song? Is that? Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah, they, oh man, that would be a goal. <laughs> Cat Scratch, oh, Wango Tango, Sweet Poon Tang, oh, whatever the words are. Yeah, I love that. Cat Scratch Fever. Come on, Cat Scratch Fever. Get those Trump hands in the air. <laughs> this is for the love. The Roe versus Wade. <laughs> Repeal it. Oh, if I could go up as Eddie Vedder and do that until it pissed him off, it would be amazing. I like that idea a lot. Me and Kid Rock, we go way back. In fact, I remember one time we were throwing rocks at girls going into a Planned Parenthood together and... Really just having a great day, and we wrote this song called Ball with the Ball. A lot of people don't know I'm a co-writer of that. Remember that little midget he had, that Joe C? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. his parents tried to abort him, and he made it, and that's what, that was the result. A little chunk of a baby came out. Never made it all the way to big time. Right, Eddie's getting out of Dodge today. You think they stay all night? Leave the next morning? They might, because they probably fly. I'm sure they're not nah, on a bus. They're not busing. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Uh, remember yesterday, for a little bit, we talked about uh, public, like, what was the thing? We were talking about public stonings or public executions. We needed a public embarrassment square yeah. where you get to kick somebody in the nuts three or four times for doing something dumb. Yep. And it would just be a show, like, okay, there's 500 people who get nut kicks from their victims. Just, you know, you steal a bike or you do something like that. You just get kicked in the nuts for... For that by the person. I think that would be fun. Uh, this guy Jim emailed me and he goes, in the early 90s, my father lived in Saudi Arabia as a contractor 
because uh, uh, comfort. My dad almost did that. He almost moved to. They offered him a job for like triple the money to go build Big stuff bucks. in Riyadh. Uh, he said his company even advised him not a good idea, but he did it anyway. Anyway, he befriended a next door neighbor who asked him on a Friday night if he'd like to go out and take a look around. Now, the reason they told him that it was a bad idea is because he didn't want to live in the American compound. He wanted to live amongst the, Get a people, feel for the, the town. people of Saudi Arabia, Riyadh, and all that. He's going to live the lifestyle, he said. Uh, guy said, let's go out on the town and do what we do here. His neighbor took him to a public punishment and execution, which was a Friday night tradition, kind of like, you know, Friday night videos used to be. Uh, so a large group of people in a public square. The first people who were brought out were those being punished for theft and non-capital crimes. Uh, run through the crowd and they spit on them and threw things at them uh, like it was a medieval movie and then uh, brought up on stage and their hand was tied to a long leather strap and a man with a giant sword cut their hands off. And then they would cauterize the device with like a... Left le- or right hand, I think. It didn't matter. Whichever one you stole. I don't know. Your left hand well, white Well, because the... Yeah, yeah, so they take that, that away, so you're you're always going to be know. looked as, uh, you know, disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. Uh, they marched out people then uh, convicted to death. They said the crowd wouldn't throw things or spit on them because they were, the last few days, uh, put to the life of luxury. They were housed in a beautiful mansion. They were treated to all the finest things because they wanted to show them what could have been before they lobbed their heads off. Uh, first lady was convicted of adultery. She required being stoned to death. You know how they do that now? The stoning? They don't throw rocks anymore. They put you in a pit, and then a truck backs up and drops and lowers and it. just buries you the in rocks. That's, that's public stoning now. Ooh. So they put this lady and backfill a hole with a dump truck full of rocks. And then a bunch of men were marched up on stage and had their heads cut off with a sword. As is, to the best of my knowledge, this still goes on in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Uh, right after that night, my father decided, you know what? The American compound's probably a better place for me to be. I'm going to go over it. I don't want to get accused of uh, stealing M&Ms off of the table, just in case. How about that? Public stoning, where they just dig a hole and stuff a lady in it and then drop her rocks all over. I didn't hear the back hole one, but I've heard that story from someone else that was over there. Like, two other people that attended the public The deal. execution stuff. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Crazy. Uh, you know, you don't even know that that's still going on in the world. Here we are that arguing about curiosity, or is that just natural curiosity? I'd go to it. I'd probably go to it too. Like, is this real? I mean, I don't think I'd be for it. I think Eddie no. Vedder would definitely be on scene. We got to stop burying ladies in rocks. <laughs> it's a terrible tragedy. Three, four. I'm not sure. Does Eddie play Saudi Arabia? I would guess Ooh, no. I would probably not. Pro Gems taking a stand against. Places that dig holes, stuff women and bury them in rocks. Wait, how much are you paying us? That was winning ten million dollars. The oil people are right. <laughs> These ladies were crazy. We're gonna play in one of the rock pits. It's rock and roll for a reason, baby. Get her in the hole. But yeah, that's a uh, that's a crazy story. Right. Ladies, I think you got problems here. Every time I hear that stuff, I'm like, all right, man, yeah, we got our issues. This this place stinks sometimes, but. At least when you slip up, they don't dig a hole and bury and rock. Well, the Italians do, but otherwise they no. allegedly. No, I don't know about that. They turn around and brag about their crime rate, so it's like one well. percent. Well, as they're, it should be. You're going to yeah, keep some yeah. people in line. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How about the lady who took the chance by blowing the neighbor boy? Woo. I mean, she got accused of adultery, so she's like stepped out on her husband there and gave it. I mean, giving a hand job to somebody that you're not married to, you end up in a pit covered in rocks. 
get in the pit for trying to love someone. That would be no good. And then just imagine that feeling. Oh. You're, beep, beep, beep. you're just down in that hole like, my God, I'm going to get buried in stones in a second. That's how they stone you to death now. Take that Bible. That's technology. In the olden days, you had to rely on people with a good arm. 30 guys. And nobody was throwing back then. You see how people throw up first pitches. You have to teach people how to throw. <laughs> well, Brady did that. Uh, exactly. He's a yeah. perfect, and he knows how to throw. Yeah. I don't know what. Brady would have killed a lady who didn't do anything with his pitch. Oops, sorry. Oh, Jesus, I hit the I'm sorry, lady. <laughs> I, that one got away from me. Oh, she's gone. Well, she did something wrong eventually. Get Brenly up in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one got out of hand. BB, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That one hit me like an adulterous uh, Saudi Arabian lady. Anyway, got that going. And then speaking of ladies that uh, do things that they shouldn't do. Yes, I saw it. All of you emailers. Uh, the WNBA girls posing in their bikinis and bathing suits. Ah, I did. I saw it. Thank, thank you for not sharing. A couple people sent it. Yeah, I got, a, I got a whole bunch of people. Who you said anything about this? I'm like, they're allowed to be in bikinis. I'm allowed to say it's gross, and we can all move on. Can't we just sometimes just look at something and go, all right. Like with Brady, let's ignore that, and that didn't happen. Like, those are, ugh. And I don't even know what they were doing. Uh, like, we're not supposed to objectify them, but then they got in their bikinis, and then so I'm not objectifying them. woman on the Sports Illustrated huh? this year. Oh, yeah, they're going to do that. Of course. A pregnant man's coming, but uh, God, that phrase made me sick. I had a double meaning on that, and I didn't like what I did. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I apologize to you and your family. Acid refill. Yeah, it, it was a little, I, I regurged one. <laughs> that pregnant boys are coming over. He's what? Pregnant boys are coming. <laughs> I like that, you pig. Uh, but yeah, so I don't I don't want to acknowledge uh, too much of how I felt about it because it was just it was like I think uh, the WNBA girls in their bikinis is like a lot like looking at the sun, like a second and then you turn away, turn away and never do it again. You're going to hurt yourself, you burn out your eyes. You've got to use one of those cardboard boxes with the hole kind with of the no, no, you just don't want to look at it. Why? <laughs> so you can really focus. You get a in. welder's helmet and you put tape over the glass part. It, why would you go back to it? I'm not going to build a contraption to have safe Can't viewing. Can't help of it. it. The safest viewing of that photo is not viewing that photo. It's the same thing the religious people say about the safest sex, uh, the safest contraception is absent. And they're right. Turn away. She'll turn into a pillar of salt. Brady, your people are 100% right about that. The safest way to avoid pregnancies and STD is abstinence. And anyone who rolls their eyes at that is just not listening because that is a fact. It's hard. Nearly impossible, unreasonable, but true. Same way with the WNBA ladies in bikinis. The safest way to view that is to not look at it, ever. Don't build Toledo's double contraption with mirrors on two ends and a shoebox. I can see it. Just don't look at it. Jesus, Daddy, it's real. (laughs) Don't look, boy. You burn out your man eyes. So I've gotten all of your emails. Yes, I, I saw it. Ah, uh, that's all we need to say about it. That's all I have to say about that. I don't understand what it was for, uh, but they were for some cause. Uh, it was some, they put it up there for some uh, political reason. They got all gussied up and threw themselves out there together for some political reason. I don't know what it was. I don't, I don't care. Dolphin safe tuna? <laughs> that's a big ad for dolphin. That's what we'll go with. All right, Brady's right. <laughs> Brady's 100% right. WNBA is doing a big ad campaign for Dolphin Safety. That's it. And we're, we're stopping there. Okay. That's it. No, you can keep joking about the tuna part, but we, uh, 
As far as really knowing about it, I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, Brady nailed that one, and we move on. You know, they're big advocates to save dolphins from tuna traps. The WNBA girls, I heard that on the radio. A news guy told me. That's not real. Oh, it is. They can't say it unless it's true. They get fined by somebody, I think. Anyhow, good luck to anybody. And please stop sending me that. I'd rather see, and don't, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but I'd rather see Hope Solo's thing again. Than, Why? Well. Why did you have to go there? Because at least it's a novel. Uh, the WNBA, I <laughs> just got this email. It says, uh, says, hey, back off, man. That WNBA girls in bikinis was done for a reason, for me. I need something to beat off to in jail. Signed, Brittany Griner. All right, that that was unnecessary. <laughs> you made me picture it, you bastard. Uh, anyway, we got the hot releases coming up in seconds. I just want to get that together. Uh, we don't have stoning pits. There's your silver lining for the day. It's 98 KUP. Do an all-morning sing-along. It's fun. I just got an email from someone that said, uh, I'm not trying to be that girl, but you're not supposed to look at the WNBA pictures in the Sports Illustrated and think sex. Well, no problem. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, if that was the goal, they nailed it. Money. Right. And she's like, I agree with you. It's ridiculous. But it's not meant to be uh, for you to objectify. It's true. And I didn't. Trust me. I absolutely didn't. Then why bother with the swimsuits? Because it's not about sex. It's about empowerment, Brady. But if I say the phrase, I don't turn to WNBA ladies for sexual satisfaction. I'm not attracted to them that way. They'd be like, you're a pig. And then if I turned and said, why don't these little ladies get in bikinis more often and flaunt it? You're a pig. There's no winning. That's why no guy gets involved in the WNBA. If you find one hot, you're a pig. If you don't find them hot, you're a jerk. And when they want to look hot, and you're like, well, you're not, you make fun of how... I'm not supposed to objectify you. I'm supposed to see you as a serious athlete. But Man, you can. So but I'm in my bikini. Now you can objectify me. Well, you look smoking hot then. Well, it's not what I'm supposed... What, am I all sex to you then? Oh, for Christ's sake, never mind. Tell me how I win this. Yeah, what do I do? Do I bang you and throw up? Because it's possible... Look away. I, I, look away. Look away from my body while we have sex. Don't objectify me. I'm a professional athlete. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to objectify anybody in the WNBA. It, it, it's like downstairs when I went to yep. those ladies and I told them, I'm never going to sexually harass any of you. I count on it. Not even a threat. None of you will be sexually yeah, harassed. Ron. And that one lady said, you're an asshole. I promised them vehemently, as loud as I could, that I would never sexually harass any of them. I know that was a concern. I will never sexually harass one of the ladies down here. Not one of you. Especially you. You're a jerk. What? Uh, I thought we were... I thought for sure I was supposed to say that. We want you to do it, and then we'll turn you in. All right. I don't know what's going on. I can't figure the world out anymore. It's all topsy-turvy, and that's why horses like Rich Strike win the Kentucky Derby. You can't predict a thing anymore. And congratulations to our friend, Anthony, uh, owner, proprietor, and superstar of Eric's Family Barbecue, for betting on Rich Strike Saturday and crushing it. Uh, the 80-to-1 long shot paid off. 
It was 30 to 1 at Doug Hopkins' party because something was going on with that bookie. Doug's taking a cutter. Had to something cover. Like Had to make was, sure yeah, I could cover. That was not a good long show. Uh, Eric's Family Barbecue is out in Avondale. If you want to go, uh, Eric's Family BBQ is the best barbecue in Arizona. Uh, best barbecued pork ribs, special pricing. If you get the full rack, load up, get a special deal. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ. Dot com brings you the hot releases. And, Brett, you start them off today with some music. All right. And on the list, we hit uh, the Black Keys. They got an album hitting uh, Dropout Boogie, and this is It Ain't Over. All right. You like this? Oh, you heard it's Black Keys. Black so, Keys. I mean, if you like the Black Keys, you'll, you'll dig it. It's a little funky for that. Money and a little bit, but we're back into the Black Keys right here. Yeah, there you go. The one brother had some health issues. A drummer or something. Oh, really? I'm not sure. Huh? Sounds good. Catchy. I don't mind that. Yeah. It's the Black Keys. Yeah. You're right. Yep. They're coming to town. Yeah, so. Are they coming to town? I think so. Do we have anything to say about that? I don't know if we do or not. I thought uh, Larry was giving away tickets in a lunch sack at one point. but We have to jack maybe white was, keys. Maybe I was listening to Lizzie. <laughs> we have... How would you do that? She's on the air after we <laughs> right. get on and right. off it's before true. we get off. The Black Label Society keys. Oh, they. We don't have any. Uh, what is that true? He's no. still putting yeah, out new Van music? Old Van, Man Van Morrison still is back. Right. You know he's coming to town with uh, the former lead singer of uh, Badfinger and a couple other people, and they're going to do uh, Rubber Soul. And I don't remember the other Beatles album. They're going to try to cover it. You want the yeah. White Album? I don't think it's the White no. Album. I think it's Rubber Soul, and I don't remember what it is. Revolver? Maybe it's it? Revolver. Yeah, Revolver followed Ooh. it, right? And, uh, yeah, and they're doing those over at the Marquee, and you're like, this would be good. And then you look it up, because Jay Ackerman up at uh, T- uh, Tactical Black was talking about it. So this is going to be amazing. I forget who else is part of this. And it's a pretty impressive lineup. But it's... And then you're, if it's just a bunch... It's like a super group of guys doing the Beatles. Uh I don't remember what it is, but then you look at it online. Oh, it's pathetic, and I think Van Morrison's one of the guys, and it is sad. Man, he's 76. I just looked that up. Wow. That's it. I can write this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. What goes around comes around. Yeah, it's Van Morrison. Yeah, I can't believe he's still around. What it is? Uh, Dishwalla. Remember them? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Counting <laughs> blue cars. So they got a new EP out, uh, Alive. Hit stores on Friday, and this is the title track. Dishwalla's back. Did they do stuff in in between? I think so, but they. I think they've been apart for a minute. I think they do those summer tours at like Everclear and stuff. Oh, that, I was wondering that the other day yeah. too. If Everclear was around, one of the best moments is PBS's Ted Simons was the host at the Zone when I worked there, and I got the uh, privilege of helping produce his miserable show for a few days as a fill-in once. And Ted was insane. He just, uh, but uh, Everclear came in. Well, I, I will buy you a new life was a big hit. Yeah. And the lead singer's like, I don't have it today. I don't want to do the thing. And Ted's like, You came in. You're gonna sing. You're coming into the show. You agreed to sing. We're going to sing. And the guy was like, all right, I'll do it. He's nice enough to do it. Nice enough to tell him before. It's a little scratchy early in the morning. And, you know, it was like, I will buy you a new car. And it was not good. And at the end, Ted goes, little rough on the air. And I'm like, what a dick. 
He told you. Dishwala. Ladies in your mid 40s. The water factory between your legs brought to you by Dishwala. That's Dishwala ish. Yeah. That's what they do. Uh, chain smokers. Okay. I got a new one out. Uh, so far, so good. And this is high for all you Wheaties. So that's the chain smokers. Good. That lost me on the last one. I thought I was at a church, a mega church, and that was the music, the praising music started. <laughs> it happened. Sounded like Machine Gun Kelly to me, just that overtuned babble. Man, tell the it did. It had a little machine gun Kelly. mouth. This is the band right. Zero Hour. Uh, Agenda Twenty One's the album, and this is. Uh, I'll just check it out. I think you'll kind of get a feel of it. It's kind of like Mastodon meets the eighties. Okay. They want to do drugs. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like, the music's Mastodon, and then this guy should have been in some hair band yeah. back in the day. Like a Tourette singer. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> a, like they let a kid far on the spectrum write the words, and all they do is... <laughs> Singer. Yeah, they do. The band isn't bad, but the band's great. Yeah. Uh, that was weird. I know. Uh, here's here's the pineapple thief. I like this. This is uh, give it back. All right. Maybe I don't like this. What you've done? Oh. Won't you look at me? Just as Skip ahead, Pineapple Thief. They got a chorus on this song? Nope. Nope. I will give it back to you. Thank you. That's that. Wow. Uh, Here we go with this one. Carnivore, (laughs) which was Peter Steele's first band. It was? Yeah. Uh, they're re-releasing the first album, doing a reissue and all that kind of stuff. So this is Daftones. this is Carnivore. Me to Daftone. <laughs> yeah, that's Peter singing. That's him. Yeah, that's well. That, it came out originally in like. Oh, they just re-released. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. It's oh, a re-release, remastered, re everything. Finally. Goes. <laughs> nice, Brady. Wow. That is not the reaction they wanted, Brady. No. <laughs> and That's for the mean. moment, laughing, laughing in hysterics is and not what Carnivore oh, was after. For the moment, we've all been waiting for it is N word or F word, and this is uh, Black Youngsta. Okay. And uh, the name of the song is Nail Tech. Nail Tech, T E C H. Nail Tech. Nail Tech for Life. Nail Tech for Life. Wow, mm-hmm. that's singing about an Asian uh, woman who does nails. Or 
Ronnie, maybe. For I'm you. going yeah. angry, angry F word. Friendly N word. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture. I think angry N word. I'm going right. to go angry N word on this one. All right, here we go. Right, here we go. Good luck. It comes up kind of quick. Okay, that was a smooth N word. It was. Would you like me to replay it? Friendly. Yeah, yeah, hold on, right? give me give me a couple okay. seconds to that rebuild. Okay, I can get it. All right, we'll get it. Start Ready? it over. Yeah, here we go. Start the whole thing over. Friendly, very friendly N word. Uh, I think Brady had friendly N-word. Congratulations. Brady's Good this job, week's winner. Black youngster. Black youngster. <laughs> Nail tech for life. Polish, polish, gel, gel. Look here, Kim. You're going to work here your whole life. Now rub my feet. So, all right. Uh, that's done. That's it. Manny Petty. Yo. Manny Petty. Want a Manny Petty. What? Sorry. Uh, Toledo, what do you have on the on. TV front? Uh, Everybody keeps talking about Netflix dying and stuff, too. I just read an article today. So Netflix running into big trouble. Like, I don't know. Like, 900,000 options, and everyone's got an account. They're just going like to raise it a buck. They just overspend on everything. Yeah, they'll cut yeah. back for a little bit, and they'll be fine. Uh, for games, there's two I got for you. The first one is Unpacking. Is a Zen puzzle game from which beam about the familiar experience of pulling possessions out of boxes and fitting them into a new home. Okay. This is so it's like a Tetris with Oh wait, they're just re You're unpacking. You're un- you're literally unpacking this wow. this apartment. You're taking things out of a box and you're putting them where they go. Toilet paper. It's the music from the call map or yeah, something. This is called O C D the game. Every everything has its place. Every yeah. everything has its place. Brady, everything has its place. Game it's of the year winner. The wow. milk. The milk goes on the left side of the door. The milk is on the the milk is on the wrong side. Somebody needs some more excitement in their life. All right. How about this one though? Evil Dead the game. Okay. It's on all platforms where uh, it's narrated by Ash Williams himself. Yes, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. You know me as Ash Williams, the dude who saved the world from evil. I'm here to bring you the lowdown on the upcoming Evil Dead, the game. Wow, that's a chainsaw killing. I That sold the game right there. You and your friends will team up as classic Evil Dead heroes to live the nightmare. Oh, there is some serious gore. Yes! Yes! Popped his head right off with a shovel after three pumps. Oh, this is great. You can play as the, the old pirate Kirby should be himself. playing this one. She's allowed to play this. But who would want to do that? He'd sure. What Kirby <laughs> wants, Kirby gets. I'm putting my foot down. You're playing this game, if you want. I've never seen the movie. It's so overrated. It, is it? it Bruce is, Campbell's it's fun. a blast. It's campy, but it's yeah. terrible. But he's fun, and yeah. like it's almost like he's bad acting his way through it, and yes. it makes him better. Yes. But that was cool. All right. Remember, we all had the crush on Jessica Biel. Yeah. Check her out in this new 1980s throwback series called Candy What's on Hulu. Oh, that's her? Yep. That's oh, her. That's right her. There. I was going to say. Candy so. Montgomery is a 1980 housewife and mother who did everything right. Good husband. She kills her kids. kids. 
Nice house. I remember the name. Even the careful planning and execution Compassion of and transgressions, but when the pressure... To start up a children's Hang on. Uh-oh. Of course, sorry, it was a Brady moment. Yeah. Pressure of conformity within her. Her actions scream for just a bit of freedom until someone tells her to shush with deadly results. It's a true story, right? I think so, I, yeah. I remember the name. It's a, it's a series. I know, it makes me horrible. I'm having an affair. Was that her? He's married. I know, but... Don't I deserve more? Candy, we were so close, and... I've just been so busy. She oh, knows. it's her best friend's husband. Ooh. Maybe it isn't what I remember. Hey, y'all. Oh, there's going to be a murder. She kills the wife? Based on true Something events, there you go. Something terrible happened. His buddy. She's dead. The Candy Montgomery story. With an axe. Yeah. On Hulu, and that uh, debuted last night, so you can start streaming that now. The only bad thing is Jessica Beale's in it. Because everything right. she touches turns to absolute <laughs> She has never been in a good movie. She's Everything she, she does a good is good. Series. That Sinner was pretty good. Uh. It was pretty good. It was slow, but it was good. Um, it's the best thing she's done. I'll give yeah. you that. All right, Bridgerton. She hasn't been in much. That ain't saved. Bridgerton fans, this Summer is along catch. the same lines because Lisa oh, watched the show. I forgot about that. Yeah. Summer Catch was amazing. Uh, Outlander Season 5 is out on uh, Stars. It's another period drama, but it's time Ew. travel. It's time travel. A period drama? Oh, aren't they all? Space. Time. History. This is Bridgerton without black people. Scots. It's the Scottish. Whatever tomorrow brings. I'm on my period. That's why it's a period piece. It is a blessing. He came to me. Aye. She makes me sick. Lots of Bridgerton. But doesn't it jump to modern time, too? Well, she jumps a bunch of time periods. Oh, she's quantum leap? Yeah. Yeah. They're bringing that back in. Are they really? They'll probably wreck it. Not my idea, but they're bringing it back. It is better. If there is a war. Aye. Oh, I'd rather go to war than be with you during your period piece. Your idea would work. The Quantum Leap? Yeah. Such a brilliant... They're not going to do that. All right. On Netflix... It would work now with this. Yeah. Because you could jump back and be in Bridgerton. Yes. All right. On Netflix is uh, Operation Mincemeat. It's hoping to change the course of World War II and save tens of thousands of lives. Two intelligence officers plot to break Hitler's deadly grip on Europe by recruiting the most unlikely secret agents, dead men. Zombies. I don't think so. Unfortunately, the Nazis know of our intentions. Colin Firth. So we're going to play a humiliating (laughs) trick on Hitler. This is a very British movie, so Colin Firth has to be in it. We have to convince Germany that our target is Greece. The plan begins in Spain. Wait a minute, why are we trying to reverse the course of World War II? We won! Bearing classified letters. This is how we won, John. Maybe we shouldn't have won. <laughs> oh, that's right, Brad. Italy speaks up in the corner over there about World War II's results. There's still a few people down about the whole ending. Prime Minister, that's too big a risk. The fate of the world is at stake. The plan is highly implausible. So when can it be ready? Well, what say we start with the easy part and find ourselves a corpse? All right, that's interesting, but... So they floated, floated uh, corpses into war-torn areas with fake documents that uh, the Germans would find them. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. Well, we want... Like, this is how we got them? I don't think... I think England's given themselves a little too worked. much credit. The Russians, uh, as much as we're mad at them now, 
and a couple of atomic bombs made World War II style. Guys, remember uh, the Drew Barrymore vehicle Firestarter? Yeah. Yeah. They redid Redone, it. Rebooted. Yeah. Rebooted out this Friday on Paramount and uh, in theaters. You remember the tools we taught you, right? With uh, Efron? Yep. Desk, paper, shoes. Your was it uh, Everything okay, Dennis Fred? Quaid, the dad in that originally? I remember who was the dad. Uh, I believe so. And Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I think it was either Dennis Quaid or uh, the guy that looks like... Uh, She's not a robot, is it, Annie. She's a little girl. He's, uh, with little yeah, the mom from Cujo. Yeah. Yeah. Keith, David, David Keith. Keith. David Keith. David Keith. Yeah. Yeah. To shove it down and keep it hidden. Our responsibility is getting her ready. Our responsibility? And she just gets mad and burns people. Like yeah. starts fires. But they yeah, tried to use her skills for good. And then it turned out that she couldn't control them. And she'd heat up people. Like she started getting used as a weapon. Yep. Which is what she wanted. Uh, Claire Danes is back in an Apple TV Plus show called The Essex Serpent with Tom Hiddleston. Otherwise known as Loki. Loki. She was taken for her scenes. His magic little stick. It was an accident. God will look after her now. <laughs> Already it looks like a lot of acting. A sea yeah. creature's been uh, spotted. Heavy acting. Well, that's what I'm here to find out. I've done some research. Into a mythical beast. Not mythical, real. Darkness. An invention. A symptom of the times we live in. So you're against progress? You should have been aborted. (laughs) (laughs) It's a day and age in which I can say that, woman. And we're coming back to it again. You have a splendid bum. Yeah. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) He's flirting with her at dinner. You get oddly sexual. At yes, the you do. Time. That was peculiar. <laughs> that's how he was flirting. That's not flirting. That's aggressive, even for fifteen hundred. They're across the table. Fifteen hundred. Sir, please, too far. We realize it's only fifteen hundred, but treat the woman with a little kindness and decorum. You've got a nice bum, ma'am. <laughs> that's what they say over the pond. Sure, they do. In a boot. <laughs> you got a nice boot. <laughs> I want to put my tallywhacker in your boot. Your bonnet. <laughs> he just shouted it. That was my favorite part of that. It was English Tourette's from Brady. You got a nice bum. I'll isolate that. Yeah, you will. <laughs> that was Brady's uh, British Pacino. She's got a great ass. Well done. That's all I got. Brady just went to the low-hanging fruit of Great Britain. <laughs> yeah, she's got a great bum. You've got a great bum. Now I'll have more lupins. Good one, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fight off another gym, old man. <laughs> I'm going to Disney. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland either way. <laughs> I wish he would have done that. I wish the writing was that poor. <laughs> and of course we have the serpent under the sea. And by the way, you've got a great bum. <laughs> Splendid bum. Splendid bum, love. Why is this in here, the director? What's happening to the script? <laughs> oh, I let my friend Brady punch it up a bit. And Punchy did. I see you've got an Alsatian dog. And a great bum, man. British Brady in the squares. Right. Yeah. <laughs> British Brady loading up the phrases he remembers. Put it in my boot. <laughs> Call a lorry. My warm garage. Play with your boobies in the back of an Ubi. Anyway. Oh, well, there you go. Congratulations. Brady's British character is born. <laughs> British Tourette syndrome, Brady. <laughs> I like that. 
Uh, it's 9.54. There you go. That, uh, those, they are the hot releases. It's 98 KUPD. Thank you, Nirvana. It's the man who sold the world. And it's, uh, wow, we're almost done here. It's 10.06. We should be done. We're not yet because we work overtime. We get here early. We leave late. That's how you're supposed to do your job, I think. It is? Yeah, well, not oh. according to everybody. There's, She's about ready to go, I'm sure. But in the meantime, it's time for Brady to entertain you all with the entertainment drill brought to you by reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, I saw a video yesterday of a, it was pretty awesome. We should put it up on a uh, Cops were walking up to a dude who was whipped a machete out of his coat. A big one. This cop is well trained because he boxes out the machete properly and then does a flip suplex on this dude that happens in under half a second that you're like, whoa. And I immediately sent it over to Jay and Josh and said, if I ever recover properly from everything that's gone wrong with me, I want to learn this one. This is amazing. No, like, we can do that. We're ready. Get your shoulder out. I'm like, all right, we're done. Uh, it's fun to think about that stuff. Not that I want someone to attack me with a machete, but it's fun <laughs> fun to know that you would have some uh, skills against it. I mean, like right now, Brady, I got a machete. I'm going to attack you. You're thinking to yourself, I really don't know what to do. Don't hit me. Hit Brett. Yeah. You pull a machete oh. out. I can think to myself, hey, that's actually not bad, Brady, to force the machete onto <laughs> another guy. I think that's pretty great. That one? Oh, Anyway, so uh, you can fire that off, and if somebody comes at you with a machete and you don't have Brett nearby, you'll know what to do. Otherwise, that guy called you a, and then say the worst thing you can think of and have the machete aim it at Brett. That's good defense. If you can verbally defend yourself, do that. <laughs> Thanks, bro. De-escalate de- however you can. Man. Uh, it's easy stuff. You can start getting in there and you don't realize that you're equipped with everything you need. You just have to hone it. You have to figure out what's right and what's wrong. Don't go grabbing for blades or reaching for stuff or acting like you're just going to punch your way out of something. That's usually what gets you in more trouble. Learn to de-escalate. Learn to just be smarter. Again, wolves and sheep, that's the two type of people there are mostly. Uh, there's also sheepdogs, and that's what you can be. You can make sure you control the situation. You're neither the victim or the aggressor. And uh, you're just somebody that's making sure everything's falling in line. Because your eyes are uh, there, your head's on a swivel, and you're not paranoid, you're prepared. ReactDefense.com, that's where they put you. It's the home of Tactical Black, Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. Brady, entertain me. Turns out the same security company that worked the event where Dave Chappelle was attacked was also on duty during the Astroworld tragedy in Houston. Not a great year (laughs) for this company. That's a a tough eight months. Now... I'm not blaming anybody in security for Astro World because that's like saying, hey, you 13 guys control these 30,000 people that are out of control. You're, it's just numbers game. Security for Chappelle's show should have been better. That's one-on-one. It was a single dude who lost his mind. It just adds up. Additional pain in the ass. You have a splendid up. bum. All right, Brady, calm down. <laughs> That's well. Everything will go away if you get that compliment. <laughs> you know, as isolated that noise <laughs> for no reason. The guy just shouted that. Yes, thank you very much. Give him another banana. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II, who has a splendid oh, oh, bum. All right, she's British. You have a splendid bum. Thank you, loyal subject. What a wonderful boy. She wasn't able to attend the state opening of Parliament today. Uh. Because she has mobil- mobility problems. Okay. Evidently, it stems from the COVID. Oh. Uh, that's what their guess is, and I would have to agree with that assessment. But she's immobile? Based upon my father, who recently had now COVID. How's he doing? And his mobility was 
It wasn't good to begin with. Yeah, they couldn't figure it out, and they tested, Yeah, and there was COVID. And he was stumbling around? Yeah. He was having some problems keeping it together. And now right? he's back up. He's doing okay? He kicked That's, the COVID? Uh, life number 11. Yeah, he's, he is. Kicking. I think he used to eat cats, and he absorbed their, eh, it's time to suck the blood from another cat and get the lives rejuvenated. He's he's had a lot in the last yeah, few years. Yeah, it's amazing. Good on him. He's like, win! Yeah. He's dying to meet Jesus. Just not happening. Well, I hope he stays around forever. Here's a list of actors who were fired because they wanted more money. Okay. Uh, Terrence Howard played oh, Tony yeah. Stark's real uh, original pal, um, Rhodey in Iron Man. Yeah. And he was asked to have uh, two more pictures done, but he wanted more money on the next two. So Don Cheadle took that over. Uh Grace Park and Daniel Day Kim quit Hawaii Five O. Oh, I forgot about. They that. wanted the same money as uh, Scott Conn and Alex O'Laughlin were getting. And why? Why wouldn't they? It's not like that show was Gangbusters One Direction with the start. No, and it wasn't like they were. I mean, Alex O'Laughlin is the lead star, but sure. they had just as much. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody's really pulling the train by themselves there in Hawaii Five O. That's still on. Because it lasted for years, even though nobody I knew was watching it. I don't know. It, it's it was for uh, somewhat brain dead seventy something year olds who like to solve mysteries in the first two or three seconds and look at the pretty trees. It that was like, show was horrible. It was like that Bones show. That yes. show lasted for like oh. twenty years and nobody I knew watched it. But it was like it was like elementary yeah. everything. You're looking at it like man, this is there is no intrigue or mystery involved in what's going on here. Hugo Weaving played Red Skull in Captain America: The First Avenger. And like Terrence Howard, he basically had a three-picture deal, mm-hmm. and uh, he wanted more money. So instead, they walked on him, and they used a CGI and voiced oh. by another actor. I didn't know this. Robert Duvall refused to return yeah. to the third Godfather. Completely. Yeah. That's why uh, George Hamilton is in there. But the reason why? It's because how much money Al Pacino yeah. was making. He said, I would have returned if it was he was making twice as much me, but yeah. they were paying him four times more. We interviewed Robert Duvall, remember? And I oh, asked yeah, him, like, right. how did you feel about that uh, Godfather 3 thing? He goes, George Hamilton, and he, was, he went crazy about how terrible the casting was. And they didn't get any money. Jonah Hill was in talks to play the Riddler, or the Batman. Hmm. He wanted 10 mil. Twice what Robert Pattinson was pl- getting is playing Batman. I uh, was at a bar, and the bartender did look a lot like Jonah Hill. And somebody at the bar said, dude, you look like the guy from Superbad. And clearly he'd had enough of that. And he goes, I've heard it. And we didn't see the bartender again for like 30 minutes. Like he just disappeared. And I'm like, (laughs) that pissed that guy off. I guess that's not a compliment, really. You look like Jonah Hill. No. It's not an insult. I mean, Jonah Hill's lost all the weight, though, too. Right. So it's Which not... version? Which one? Yeah. Well, he said super bad, so he was talking oh, about the chubby yeah. one, the afro. And it was not wrong. But those are those things like, you know, hey, that our waitress looks a little bit like Jonah Hill. You don't tell her. <laughs> the Dirty Dancing sequel will be set in the 90s. Didn't they already do that? The Havana Nights? No, this is straight up going back to Kellerman's summer oh, camp. Oh, jeez. Nobody wheels Jennifer baby in a Gray's corner. baby actually has a baby. It'll be about her yeah. daughter. Yeah. They're using uh, music from the 90s as well. Morons so, will go see it, too. She was in the, this was in the late 50s originally? Yep. And so now we're talking 40 years later? 
Yeah. She's got a baby. Of age be... romance about a young woman. But if she's got a baby, she's like 56 years old. How old is the kid? Yeah, so the kid's got to be... So she had Unless like a, she, you know, was an older mom. But like a 41-year-old. Right, because yeah. she was only 12, though, when... She fell in love with swans at that summer camp. She must have been. That, that's what they're going to have to rely on for a story. Otherwise, she had one of those late 40s babies that comes out special. Nobody put baby in the corner. I that time on my life. The swaz will be part of it. They're talking with the estate. He uses image. He will film. not be part of it. An image of the swaz will be part of it. But if it, unless there's, you know, it looks like... Uh, Davy Jones locker laying in the corner down there. Swaz is not going to be in this film. They'll probably use flashback scenes from right. the original. Old edited. That won't match the modern tape. That's a bad idea. First movie's not very good, but I hate to break it to you, ladies. That movie's not very good. Andy Warhol. It would be, though, if it was special needs. My mom had me after 40, baby. So like Caleb comes, Caleb and Al <laughs> right. come rolling in. You have to be careful when you throw me in the air, Patrick Brandy Jr., because I have bird bones. Do the lift. Yeah. Do the lift. Throw me. Maybe that's what they'll use. A bunch of those outtakes. Throw me. I don't want to throw her. Just throw her. She's like really strong. I'll throw you. She's super strong. You said to throw the babies. <laughs> I threw the babies in the corner like you did. No, no, no. I said nobody puts. Ah, oh, you threw the baby. You baby. Speaking of babies, there's a baby born at the Metallica concert in Brazil. Ugh. During the... <laughs> the lady was 39 weeks pregnant, Gross. and it was during their final song, Enter Sandman. Was Paramedics a- showed up at 11.15 p.m. Um, but they said, I'm not going to make it to the hospital. Baby's coming out. And then James Hetfield said, Yeah, push! Yeah! Push! <laughs> Yeah! Helped. <laughs> I would like to see that. <laughs> Dr. James Then out comes Lil Sandman. OBGYN. That'd be pretty great. I think that's fun. You're pregnant. Yeah! Breathe! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're done. It's 1017. That's late, John. You did this one. Let's go home. Uh, you guys have yourselves a phenomenal Tuesday. And we will see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever. Baby. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.